5: Thanks for listening to the Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Live from the Geico Outkick Studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Hope your Friday is going fantastically well. We are brought to you by Car. When it comes to selling or trading in your car, you need to make good choices. And with TrueCar, you've got a star on your roster. So when you're ready to sell or trade in your car, check out TrueCar. True cash offer not available In all areas. Our boy Colin Kaepernick is back in the news. You remember Colin Kaepernick? Mediocre quarterback. Refused to stand for the national anthem. Tanked the NFL for two years. Social justice warriors. Every time anything happens in the world of football, they cry, Where is Colin Kaepernick? Where is he? Where is he? Why isn't he on the field? That's what they sound like every time Colin Kaepernick's name comes up. The AAF is playing. And if I had to name three quarterbacks for you right now that are not in the NFL that would make people watch the AAF on television, tell me that there is anybody outside of these three that wouldn't be best for ratings for the AAF. Johnny Manziel, when he played in the CFL, most watched CFL games ever in the United States, and a lot of people don't even know the CFL exists. If you had Johnny Manziel in the AAF, a ton of people would watch. Tim Tebow. If you had Tim Tebow back playing football, whether you like Tebow or you don't like him, he makes people watch. And Colin Kaepernick. If you could get those three guys in the AAF as part of your eight teams, and all three of them started every game all season long, it would have been phenomenal. But we don't know what the situation is with Johnny Manziel. Although, if I were betting, I would bet that the XFL has a secret deal right now with Johnny Manziel for him to play next year in their league. I would be stunned if Johnny Manziel is not in one of these two leagues. And I think the XFL, if I were betting, has got Johnny Manziel locked up and he's training right now. He's going to sit out another year and then he'll try to make a comeback in the XFL. I would put a lot of money on that if I were a betting man right now. But yesterday, news came out that the AAF had reached out to Tim Tebow and Colin Kaepernick to try to get both guys to be quarterbacks in their league. Tebow said no because he wanted to continue to pursue his dream of playing now in Major League Baseball. And I actually think Tebow will play Major League Baseball this year. So I don't think that's an outlandish dream anymore Uh, I don't think he's going to have a long career because he's already 31 years old. But I think Tim Tebow will play Major League Baseball for the Mets this season. And I think he'll get a hit this year in Major League Baseball. I don't know how many games he'll play, but I think it's going to be one of the most watched baseball games uh, in the regular season in a long time when Tebow actually starts a game for a Major League Baseball franchise, probably the Mets. I think that's going to happen. So it's not a surprise that Tebow said, no, you know, I appreciate the offer, but I would rather continue to uh, to pursue baseball. And by the way, the guy who wanted him the most was Steve Spurrier, who was not his coach at Florida, but that would be an unbelievable tandem in Orlando, Florida, right? If you put Tim Tebow and Steve Spurrier together, that franchise would immediately, I think, sell out uh, with fans in Orlando who would have wanted Both those guys, huge Florida Gator fans who would have wanted to show up and support Tebow and also support uh, Steve Spurrier. And by the way, I think Tebow on the road would have had a good chance of selling a ton of tickets too when you consider the franchises are in Birmingham, they're in Memphis, they're in San Antonio, a lot of places where there are also big crossover college football fan bases that all would be very familiar with Tim Tebow's career. All right, so... I don't think there's any doubt that Tebow would have been a tremendous asset to the AAF too. But they also, according to the Associated Press, reached out to Colin Kaepernick to make an effort to get Colin Kaepernick as well. What did those conversations consist of? Colin Kaepernick demanded $20 million. It's like the Dr. Evil voice to play in the AAF, according to the AP. $20 million. The average salary for one year right now in the AAF is $75,000. Assuming that everybody is making $75,000 this year, the entire payroll of the entire league of every player that is on all eight teams is about $28 million. So Colin Kaepernick almost asked for as much money as the hundreds of players combined in this league will make. My question to you is this. Can we officially put to rest the Colin Kaepernick story when we hear reports like these? Colin Kaepernick does not want to play football ever again because it kills his opportunity to be a martyr. And that's why, honestly, I wish somebody in the NFL would sign him because he's such a crappy quarterback that the minute he showed up and played, in fact, I wish somebody in the NFL would come out publicly and offer him a contract. Just end this story and this charade once and for all. Because if you truly loved football, wouldn't you take the opportunity to play in the AAF to get all of the attention that you would get as the best player in a league, if you're that good, you'd be the best player by far, in a league that isn't that good, and demand, based on your excellence, that someone sign you in the NFL? Wouldn't you do that if you truly loved playing football? Wouldn't you do that if your goal was to continue to play in the NFL? Warren Moon, Doug Flutie, Johnny Manziel... All those guys went to the CFL when they couldn't get opportunities in the NFL. When teams wouldn't give them a chance, they went to a lower level football and decided to prove that they deserved a chance. Colin Kaepernick's not willing to do that. And by demanding $20 million to play, he's telling you that all that matters to him is the money. This is a 10-week lead, guys. Colin Kaepernick could play football if his goal is to play football February, March, and by an April, and then by May, he's done before training camps in the NFL open, and if he played well, if he's truly the best quarterback not signed in all of football, then he would dominate in this league. He would destroy all the competition. And at the end of that 10 weeks, a lot of people would say, you know what, this guy deserves an opportunity in the NFL. Just like we would say about anybody else who dominates in the minor leagues in this league. Whoever the MVP ends up being of the AAF, I'm going to tell you guys at the end of the season, you know what, that guy deserves a chance, deserves a contract to play in the NFL. He's probably good enough. Might be a linebacker, might be a defensive back, might be a running back, might be a quarterback, might be an offensive lineman. Who knows who that person is, But somebody and probably lots of somebody's, are going to put a lot of tape out of how good they are playing in the AAF and they're going to get NFL contracts at the end of this spring. So why wouldn't Colin Kaepernick take this as an opportunity? Why wouldn't he? I want to open up phone lines 877-996-6369 and already what I call the blue checkmark brigade is out. And they are outraged. They are outraged at the fact that Colin Kaepernick is uh, is being criticized in any way. And my man Joe, I'm not even going to give you his full name. You can see his full name if you want to go on my Twitter feed. Said, tweeted last night, uh, when I woke up this morning, I saw it. First of all, Clay Travis is racist. And, and, he has an audience solely of people who are racist. That's the response he had to me saying, Colin Kaepernick, if he truly wants to play in the NFL, should go play in the AAF and prove that he's a good enough quarterback to play in the NFL. And if he truly wanted to play, he shouldn't be trying to get $20 million, which is as much as the entire league has to to, to offer. He could demand a million dollars. They might have made that happen. He could demand $2 million. They might have made that happen solely for the interest level that they would have gained. But responding, I want $20 million, which is as much as the every player in the entire league makes, that's $2 million a game. That's more than any quarterback makes right now in the NFL, I believe because that would be a $32 million yearly salary to play football. I think maybe Aaron Rodgers makes over $32 million a year right now, but Kaepernick is requesting as much money as Aaron Rodgers makes to play football in the NFL to play football in the AAF. It's not a reasonable perspective. Just like anytime somebody has an opinion that you don't like, tweeting like a lot of this these losers in the blue, what I call the blue checkmark brigade, the social justice warriors who have a couple thousand followers on Twitter and just run around calling people racist all day. But I love this guy because he didn't just say I was racist, which is common, right? The last yesterday, that woman was like, "Oh, you're so sexist." Like anytime anybody says anything that you disagree with, now you're like you curl up in the fetal position. You're like, "Oh, you're so racist. Oh, you're so sexist. Oh, yeah." Every don't even address the argument.
1: Don't racist. even address
5: whatever argument you might give. Just immediately start whimpering and curl up in the fetal position. But this dude actually said, "My audience is only people who are racist too. Not just me. Whatever. I'm racist, sexist, uh, huge uh, homophobe. Whatever you want to toss out there, just toss the insults at me. I'm like eight. I'm like Eminem and Eight Mile. I'll just embrace him. But every single person in my audience." He has an audience solely of people who are racist. Every single person in all 50 states listening to me right now, you are all racist. Doesn't matter what you believe, you're all racist. Black guy's racist. Hispanic guy's racist. Asian guy's racist. White guy's racist. You're all racist for believing, if you do, that Colin Kaepernick demanding $20 million is utterly ridiculous. So phone lines are open. I look forward to hearing from all you racists. 877-996-6369. Is Colin Kaepernick completely lost his mind? And is this just further evidence of what I've been telling you for a long time? This guy doesn't want to ever get on a roster in the NFL again, because if he does, then all that does is prove that he's no longer a martyr. It would prove that he's a mediocre quarterback. And that's why he's not on a roster right now. But to demand $20 million out of a minor league football team, to demand more money, whats the, somebody look up the salary of Aaron Rodgers, I think he's demanding more money than any quarterback who has ever played a game of football before has ever received. Proves not only does he want to be a martyr, but he's also all about the money. Because what if the AAF had said, okay, here's $20 million? Theoretically, he would have showed up. But if your goal is to play in the NFL, wouldn't you grab this opportunity with both hands and say, you know what, I am going to prove via my excellent play that no one can argue I'm not good enough to play in the NFL anymore? 877-996-6369. I am Clay Travis. This is Outkick the Coverage. Appreciate all of you hanging out with me. And you know what, you might need more energy. And if you need more energy right now and vitality and vim and vigor and productivity – why don't you check out my guys at M Drive? M Drive is family-run business. Father, Gary, is in his 60s now. World-class scientist who made this everyday supplement made up only with natural materials. M Drive, to keep himself feeling like he did in his 20s and 30s, to stay active, to keep hiking in the mountains, to keep biking, and to compete with his kids on mountain trails. Active guy. Wanted to keep up with his younger kids he's in his 60s. He refused to let his age beat him. And I'm doing the same. Energy, strength, drive. That's M-Drive. I trust these guys because they are clinically tested ingredients in M-Drive that are naturally increasing your testosterone levels. And they give you many other great benefits. They're available right now at Walgreens, Vitamin Shop, GNC, and many other retailers. Or you can go to mdriveformen.com and type in the code CLAY to receive 20% off your M-Drive purchase. So if you want more energy, Strength and drive. Try M drive again, M drive men.com. You get 20% off with the code CLAY. C-L-A-Y. I use it, you should consider it as well. M drive for men today and type in the code CLAY. M drive for men, code CLAY. Refine your prime with M drive. Your calls next. Dub said he was out drinking last night. Did he actually show up? Danny G.
6: Yeah, he did. He slept at the Nashville studio. Uh,
5: That's a real trooper move there. So Dub is uh, maybe drunk, fielding your calls, 877-996-6369. I don't even want to think about where he slept in the Nashville studio. That is just such a depressing place. I got to figure that out from Dub next. Uh, This is Outkick the Coverage on Fox Sports Radio.
0: Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
4: people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do it yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at oreillyauto.com/2pros. That's oreillyauto.com/2pros.
7: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris that you won't want to miss.
1: From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life,
5: DLC bringing us back. No scrubs. Um, Roberto is back. Let's bring in Roberto for a minute. For people who listened yesterday, Iowa Sam worked all week. Roberto, you are on vacation. Why did you come back on Friday?
7: Because it's just easier mentally to come in on a Friday than to come in on a Monday after you've had a whole week off. And I got to come in on Saturday too. So okay. yeah, That sounds like a good cover story. It
5: sounds. It doesn't really make a lot of
6: sense.
5: <laughs> I'm out all next week. I'm not coming in on Friday. I'm going to be down in Mexico. I'm going to be drunk most of the time. I got to tell you. Nice. Roberto, Iowa Sam came in, and I think he's still mad. Like, uh, after the show, before we go to your calls to react to this Kaepernick stuff, for people yesterday, we got to get an update. We uh, Iowa Sam refused to play R. Kelly songs. I don't have anything to do with the music on a day-to-day basis. You and Danny G kind of put together a spin list. And so uh, it was Valentine's Day, and Danny G put together a list of R&B, like, romantic songs. And Iowa Sam refused to play R. Kelly. And then, like, the minute that I said he needed to play it, he immediately backed down. And well, I don't know credit, if I'd be fired. Yeah. I'm refusing. Yeah. You refuse to do it. You <laughs> don't the, refuse. And the, then, as soon as you are called on it, like, he immediately relented and he agreed to do it. But, in Iowa Sam's defense, I put up a poll, and 70% of people didn't want us to play R. Kelly and thought he should be promoted for that stand. Wow. And I Wow. I think we're going to get into a real difficult situation when this Michael Jackson documentary comes out.
7: I'm still going to play Michael Jackson. So
5: I think you have to make a distinction between the artist and the art. If the artist is incredibly talented, then I'm willing to look past what the art... Uh, sorry, if the art is incredibly beautiful, I'm willing to look past the fact that the artist might not be a good person. For instance, I still think the Cosby Show is really funny even though I believe Bill Cosby is in prison right now. I still like watching Mike Tyson box, even when he was convicted of rape. I still wanted him to fight, even though he was a bad guy. It seems like he's kind of redeemed himself somewhat since then. Certainly in music, there are a lot of people who have had all sorts of criminal issues. And the same thing is true of athletes, right? I still rooted for Michael Vick, even though I didn't approve of dogfighting, I wanted him to be successful when he came back. So my position here is I can separate the uh, talent from the person and still appreciate their talent, even if they may be, at times, awful human beings away from uh, their music.
6: It's like the Browns signing Kareem Hunt.
5: Yeah. I mean, look, I don't don't think Kareem (laughs) Hunt is a good dude, but I think he deserves an opportunity to play football because he's good at football.
7: Or Tyreek Hill
5: or Tyreek Hill, or uh, Joe Mixon, or any other person out there that has done something that is uh, criminal in nature, but not so criminal in nature. Now, I don't think I would be okay with, uh, let's say, like Ray Carruth coming back to play uh, after he hired someone to shoot and kill his pregnant uh, fiance. And I certainly don't think that if uh, O.J. Simpson had been 25 instead of 45 when he killed those two people, I don't think I would have wanted to sign him to come back and play in the NFL when he beat double murder charges. But we have got a lot of people who want to react, not surprisingly, to Colin Kaepernick and the report that he demanded $20 million to play in the AAF. That's more money, by the way, than he ever received to play in the NFL, and that's more money per game than anybody but Aaron Rodgers has ever received to play quarterback in the history of the sport. So 877-996-6369, double take your calls. Let's pull the crew first, and then I'm going to get an update from Eddie, and then we will go exclusively to your calls for the rest of the hour to allow you guys to react. First of all, uh, Danny G, your response when you see this story, when you saw this story yesterday from the Associated Press or last night from the AP, your response was what?
6: Well, first I'll say you and I spent an entire year on this radio programming arguing Over the entire Kaepernick thing. But I agree with you on this one. I think if I'm advising Kaepernick, I tell him, dude, don't even take the money. Donate whatever check that AAF team can give you to charity and then just show out on the field, make everybody look stupid for not at least signing you as a top backup in the NFL.
5: Do you have any doubt that if he went into, if you truly want to play in the NFL again and he went out and dominated in the AAF? that he would 100% be signed by a team. I have zero no, doubt that's the I, and, case. and
6: if you want $20 million, get it from an NFL squad by showing that you're still one of the top quarterbacks in the world. If I'm his manager, I tell him, dude, play your best on the field. You're going to show everybody up. And the NFL teams are going to be looking at it like, man, we should sign you. So, yeah, if he really wants to play, if he loves football, this is a great opportunity, I think. To get on the field and show that you're ten times better than everybody else in that league,
5: Roberto, are you also in agreement there that if you if you were advising Kaepernick and you said and he told you that his goal was to play football again, isn't this the perfect opportunity at only a ten week season? Um, you would theoretically be the most accomplished quarterback in this league. And by the way, the reason why all these other quarterbacks are playing is because they're trying to get back into the NFL too. This is their best route. Is there any doubt that this is the best route right now for Colin Kaepernick to the NFL?
7: If you want to play in the NFL, you got to drop your lawsuit that you have in the NFL because nobody's going to sign him as long as he has a, that lawsuit pending with the NFL. That's the reason why he's not being signed by anybody.
5: Yeah, the whole lawsuit's stupid anyway. I yeah, mean, Reed just got a 20, $21 million That's the reason contract. why all the
7: owners hated Al Davis because he was always suing the NFL and the league.
5: Yeah. So, Let's go uh, back to uh, Dub. Are you hungover?
7: I'm still drunk.
5: What? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at all if you're still drunk. <laughs> Where did you sleep? I did not. You stayed up all night.
9: I'm good to go, though. Let's let's roll, baby.
5: So, what time did you get to the studio?
9: I got to the studio about 4:45. Uh,
5: where did you come from?
9: Printer's Alley. It's a it's a lovely. I know where Printer's L- Alley. You Tennessee. still do
5: sound a little bit drunk. So you were out till the, they stay open till 3 a.m. in Printer's Alley. Were you in the bars till 3 a.m.?
9: That's correct.
5: And then you went to the how You got to the studio somehow. I don't even want to ask. You got to the studio somehow. And then, what did you do at the at the studio? At what time did you get to the studio?
9: I got to the studio about 4:45. I turned on the ESPN, uh, and, and here I am. Yeah, um, fielding calls. <laughs> we're ready to roll. Lines are loaded now. Did he
5: slur ESPN? Yeah. ESPN. Also, I don't. I mean, so wait. So what did you do between three and 4:45?
9: Well, I made a pit stop back at my place and had, had a cup of water. Then now, now I'm here. <laughs>
5: Do you think that in the history of Mike and Mike, they ever had a drunk call screener?
9: Mike and Mike was never this cool.
5: (laughs) Mike, I guarantee you that Mike and Mike have never had a drunk call screener. So you're calling Dub right now to talk about Colin Kaepernick, 877-996-6369. If if he goes flawless on everybody's name, that's going to be a really big time performance because he usually sober can't do it. Uh, All right, uh, Eddie Garcia. You've been on Fox Sports Radio for a long time. How many drunk call screeners do you remember being employed?
10: Uh, none that I know acknowledge the fact that but they if were drunk. But you,
5: if you had to guess, <laughs> wouldn't you expect that it would be our show that would have a drunk call screener?
10: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah.
5: What do you think, by the way, about this Cap story?
10: Uh, well, if I was advising him, I would obviously want him on the field because that's his only path to get back to the NFL. But I don't think he wants to get back in the NFL. I which
5: is which is what the twenty million dollar demand reflects, right? Yeah, it's exactly.
10: Like, Why not make it a hundred million? I mean, because yeah. he, I, I think. Look, he's not he's not going to get back out on the field because I think he knows he can't play anymore. And even if he did play decently. Uh, and he goes and is a backup quarterback somewhere, then, I mean, that's not in keeping with what he wants. Signs he signs
5: and becomes a backup quarterback, which is what he would have to be, because no I longer don't think anybody star. would hand him the reign to their franchises, he's not a starter. Exactly. Right? He got beat out by Blame freaking Gabbard uh, and the last year that he was full-time in a camp in in San Francisco. He knows that the minute he stands on the sideline and with a clipboard and sits there with his afro like looking at somebody else play, all of his martyrdom is gone, which is why I think if I were an NFL NFL franchise right now, I would offer him a couple million dollars to be a backup publicly if I were an owner. Because the reason why I would do that if I were an owner is because it automatically makes you look like a saint. You get all the credit. Colin Kaepernick, here's $2 million. You can be the backup of my team. All right? You come in. You're the backup. Here's $2 million. Uh, I think every single person listening to us right now would be like, I mean – if the dude wants to play, he's got an opportunity to get $2 million and be a backup, and asking for $20 million is crazy. All right, what's the update you got for us?
10: Well, we have come to the close of the first half of the season in the NBA. We have reached the All-Star break. We had three games last night, including the Pelicans beating the Thunder 131-122. In defeat, Oklahoma City star Russell Westbrook extended his own NBA record with his 11th straight triple-double, 44 points, 14 rebounds, 11 assists. Meanwhile, in the win, New Orleans lost star Anthony Davis to a shoulder injury. He's scheduled to have an MRI later today. The Knicks beat the Hawks in Atlanta 106-91. With that win, New York snapped its franchise record for consecutive losses in a single season was at 18 in a row and the magic beat the hornets 127 to 89 orlando goes into the break having won five in a row a couple of college basketball games in the top 10 number three gonzaga beat loyola marymount 73 60 bulldogs are 24 and 2 they've won 15 in a row and number nine houston improves to 24 and 1 with a 71 63 victory over connecticut this report brought to you by TrueCar. Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from TrueCar. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit TrueCar and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. We'll be back to outkick the coverage in 10 seconds, but first, a word from Farmers.
6: From a dog accidentally flooding a living room to a dog taking a joyride, we've covered it. Talk to Farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two.
0: We
4: are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by farmers, truck, fire insurance, exchanges, and affiliates. Products not available in every state.
10: Now back to Clay Travis and the Geico Outkick the Coverage Studios. By
5: the way, I'm on the worst gambling run of all time. I don't I don't even know. I've never had a Ever since the Saints didn't get that personal foul called, I am cursed. Last night, I had the Atlanta Hawks on the money line against the Knicks. The Knicks were playing a back-to-back. They lost 18 games. They haven't won a game since January fourth, and they went on the road and won by 15 against Atlanta. I, I don't, I don't even know what's going on here. I, I legitimately need a gambling uh, 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 intervention, a gambling exor- exorcism. <laughs> I need an exorcism. I need somebody out there who is a priest to come bring the bad picks out of me. I, I don't even know what's going on, but we got a bunch of calls. Uh, Dub has theoretically drunkenly fielded these calls. We'll see what happens. And we'll start with Farrell. I think it's Farrell, Farrell. I don't know. What is it? What is his name uh, in, in Miami? Hello. Hey, what's up?
6: Yeah. Uh,
11: Farrell. Um, I absolutely agree with what you're saying. Actually, um, your co-host or whatever he was saying, I agree. If he said, listen, I'm going to go and prove myself, donate the money. This is the only thing that we uh, – because even last year when I was speaking, it seems to me that the NFL will make their case, and you kind of said it, if they say, okay, we're going to bring Kaepernick in because we're going to prove that, number one, it's not personal. Although I think you would – this is what I want to hear from you, that you would have to agree that even – for what we feel about Kaepernick and his ability, that he has to be able to fit into the NFL when you look at all the quarterbacks and the backups that are in there, to not say that he wouldn't bring uh, a better opportunity. And me being
5: a risk and fan, when I seen Sanchez, yeah, it blew my mind. Yeah, well, the report but is, North is North uh, North we can say this too, there have been reports that his asking price has been too high in the NFL too. So we should say that there were reports out there that he wanted 7 or $8 million, that he wanted a lot more money than most teams thought he was worth under the salary cap, and asking for $20 million from the AAF would further kind of confirm that. But look, if he would take $2 million to be a backup right now, or $3 million, which honestly is about what a mid-30s backup gets in the NFL, I mean, I think that's his value then I don't understand, like, I wouldn't have a problem with it, but I wouldn't pay him $10 million to stand on the sideline. I wouldn't pay him fifteen. I certainly wouldn't pay him twenty. million, right? Um, let's go to Daniel in Kentucky. What's up, Daniel?
12: Hey, good morning, Clay.
5: Yeah.
3: Hey, um, yeah, I wanted to talk about uh, the fact that I wonder if Kaepernick's journey would have been different had he been drafted differently I remember
5: um yeah that's an, an know, interesting Bengals- yeah that's an uninteresting call let's go ahead look my job as the host is to immediately like you need to lead with your best point I want to talk about if Kaepernick had been drafted differently 15 years ago is not an interesting call here we're talking about news that has just happened and you're like I wonder if he had been dra- like Kaepernick's career started fine he had Harbaugh behind his back He got to come in to replace Alex Smith when Alex Smith was injured. All of that is water under the bridge. There's nothing else to be added there. His career started fine. Lorenzen in L.A. What's up, Lorenzen?
12: Listen, Joe, I don't think it was ridiculous. First of all, it was white ball from the NFL, and he shouldn't drop the lawsuit. But now I'm starting to figure out why that dude Joe had a problem with you because I noticed that Every person you met you was a black dude. You never mentioned about Ben Roethlisberger with his two rape charges. You didn't mention nothing about Urban Meyer that he let go at that Ohio State. You didn't hold even on, hold about on, on, hold on, hold on, Lorenzo. Hold
5: on, Lorenzen. You think I've been too kind to Urban Meyer you, you on the show? you
12: talking about the Catholic priest that's raping these little boys.
5: Not- oh, hold on, Lorenzen. I should be talking about the Catholic priest? Where did Lorenzen go? Did he hang up?
12: That's raping little boys. You're bringing up criminals? against black athletes and black celebrities.
5: Why do you bring up the white people? Uh-huh. Well, I think that the Catholic priests shouldn't have raped those little boys. I'm glad you brought that up. I think people out there were like, I wonder what Clay Travis thinks about Catholic priests raping little boys. I, for people out there who thought I thought I was okay with it, no, no, no. I'm against Catholic priests uh, raping uh, little boys, both black, white, Asian, and Hispanic. I don't think it's just white Catholic priests, right? Okay, so what else, what else do you think I'm racist about, Lorenzen?
12: I didn't say he was racist. I said you didn't
5: bring it up. Yeah, well, I mean, you agree that if you sit down, hold on, Lorenzen, if we start off the show, if if we start off the show, Lorenzen, and I was like, hey, let me start, I know this is a sports radio show, but today I'm going to start off talking about the fact that I think Catholic priests shouldn't rape little boys. It would seem like it was a pretty poor fit for the start of the show, right? But maybe you're right. Maybe I should have started off the show uh, with that. All right, continue. What I
12: said was you didn't bring up the, the, the fact that you have white athletes and celebrities that's doing the same thing as black you everybody you mentioned is black. Mm-hmm. you mentioned Mike Tyson, you mentioned Ray Cur, which I can't stand mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying you mentioned all these black dudes that's doing this but who, rockers, okay ladies. who are the white who, who, who is the white guy
5: them? who hired a pregnant uh, pregnant uh, person uh, c- hired a hitman to kill his pregnant girlfriend because I should probably mention him who who is that person really
12: see. You're trying to be real sarcastic with it. You no, know no, I'm saying? just asking. You're saying that's, that I'm focusing yeah, on... That's what you trying to do. No, no, no Ray just because, got out of
5: prison and he happens to be black and uh, you are thinking that i mentioned it because he's black, but I'm saying who are, who's the white Asian or Hispanic athlete who just got out of prison that hired somebody to kill his pregnant fiance? Because I should mention him too. Good point. I'm just asking you who it is.
12: Really, really. That's how you go flip it. You doing the same thing the NFL did with Colin Kaepernick when mm-hmm. they said he was disrespecting the flag, but he was talking about the injustice that was going on in the world. I bet you one thing: if you have black officers going around killing, it happens and all the time. White women, white kids, and white men. Y'all be in an uproar.
13: Hey, hold on,
5: be- Lorenzo. Would it surprise you if, if uh, police officers killed more black people, uh, killed more white people than black people in the last four years?
12: No, it wouldn't surprise me. Well, it, it happened. It surprise me. It happened. It wouldn't surprise me. It happened because you're not even gonna talk about what y'all did to our
5: ancestors, huh? Oh, your ancestors. Because only got
12: one month of black what history. It, what did Come I do on, to dude. your ancestors? Come on, head to head, I will crush you in a debate, and I wouldn't really want to do it on the phone. I like to sit across from you because mm-hmm. I will crush you. Yeah, I will crush you.
5: You're making a really lot of. Really, what did I do to your ancestors? Your people did it. My people your did people it. Did oh it. yeah. What did you my got, people You got do?
12: Bill Cosby in jail, but Harry Weinstein and Matt Lauer did the same thing. Why is that? Why
5: well, is that? Harvey Weinstein is about to go on trial. It's because the jury convicted Bill Cosby.
12: No, you don't believe that. And
5: don't and Matt Lauer, to my, my understanding, unless you have unless you have knowledge.
12: Unless you
11: have knowledge, even, you have knowledge that conscience. I don't
5: have Lorenzen. Uh I haven't seen Matt Lauer accused of using drugs to uh, to drug women to sleep with him. That might be, You might have the breaking really? news on that, Lorenzen. Really? But,
12: you gonna bring that up? Well,
5: really? you did. I'm just responding to what you brought up.
12: Matt, Matt Lauer had a bet in front of his desk to lock the woman in his office. Let mm-hmm. to bring that up.
5: Yeah. Well, I should have definitely led my story with Matt Lauer too.
12: <laughs> you sound idiotic. Man.
5: Yeah, Lorenzen. You've you so really idiotic. made a lot of good points, Lorenzen. Yeah,
12: I'm yeah I know I did. I know yeah. I did. I know I did. I
5: know I did. This, I mean, honestly. Lorenzen, this is probably the best call we've ever gotten. You are just, you are serving me. You are just like, uh, you remember that uh, that that show, that, that great movie? You just served me. You called in and you just hardcore served me. Because you pointed out, I mean, all these huge gaping flaws in my logic. And I'm not sure how I'm ever going to be re- able to recover from them. I mean, seriously. Lorenzen, you can react to him. Did he serve me or not? 877-996-6369. Man, that ancestor line, it really kind of floored me. And maybe I should be apologizing on behalf of Catholic priests everywhere for all their misdeeds. Maybe I should start the show every day with that. It's very, I, honestly, Lorenzo made a point. It's pretty racist of me not to bring up Catholic priests every day and what they've done in a negative way. This is Fox Sports Radio.
12: Every person you met you was a black dude. You never mentioned about Ben Rosterberger with his two rape charges. You didn't mention nothing about Urban Meyer, that he let go at Ohio State. You didn't hold on, mention hold about on, hold on, hold on, Lorenzen. Arnold.
5: Hold on, Lorenzen. You think I've been too kind to Urban Meyer you, you on the talk show? you
12: talking about the Catholic priest that's raping his little
5: boy. Oh, hold on, Lorenzen. I should be talking about the Catholic priest? Uh, Lorenzen has almost broken social media. I can't even keep up with my feed right now. Lorenzo, I got to be honest with you. Lorenzo did raise a good point. I haven't talked enough about the Catholic priest who raped those little boys. It's really been a blind spot for me. Probably part of the time I'm a racist. Otherwise, I would have been like every day starting off the sports show saying, you know, there's some Catholic priests They raped some little boys. They shouldn't have done that. I'm opposed to that. It's wrong to rape little boys. And the people who did that, that was wrong. But I really love the fact that he thought I'd gone easy on Urban Meyer. Like, I don't know if there's ever been anybody in the history of media who has ripped a coach more than I have ripped Urban Meyer. If you listen to this show and you thought to yourself, you know who's gone, who, who, Clay Travis really has pulled the punches when it comes to Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer! Urban Meyer! Urban Meyer! It, it, there's our uh, Homer Simpson, Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer. This, sh- this show probably ripped Urban Meyer more than, than every other national show yeah. combined.
6: God, yeah, there's like 150 hours archived of you <laughs> ripping on Urban Meyer.
5: I mean, just crushing Urban Meyer. Uh, welcome back, Geico Outkick Studios. A message from Welch's Grape Juice. Uh, the Concord Grape is the perfect grape. It add, uh, needs no added sugar or added flavor. It's also the perfect size and consistency for being smashed, crushed, ground up, and pulverized in delicious antioxidant-rich juice. The world's toughest antioxidants, Welch's toughest grapes. We do need to keep Lorenzen on close, uh, close watch there because it is true that I've done a lot of bad things to his ancestors. Since 1979 when I was born, I have been just totally opposed to his ancestors. I mean, all the people that were born back in, like, 1500 that were related to Lorenzen, I hated them. I did a lot of bad things to them since 1979. Uh, We got a couple of calls, uh, and then we're going to reset the calls because Dub is drunk uh, trying to field calls in the studio. And he just told me, uh, I got to reset the phones because they're not syncing up. That's because he's seen double. Uh, But JP and (laughs) Phoenix, what you got for me?
3: Well, no, I just want to say Happy Friday to you and all my fellow racists,
5: Clay. <laughs> yes. Um, I it's need a big
3: to be Friday. in video by like 4:45 each day, so I've been there for the all-nighter, like Dub, and it just proves we'll do anything to work, unlike Colin Kaepernick and Checkmark and Even Lorenzen gave me a laugh because it was just how pathetic social justice warriors have become. This is nobody trying to top Jamel Hill for everyone is racist. They forget to- They forget to mention Cincinnati asked him about kneeling. Seahawks worked him out. The Ravens were going to sign him before. Uh, girlfriend posted a racist photo about the owner, and yeah. but they don't like that. So let's all head into the weekend happily, knowing Tom Kaepernick's football career is over. This racist is out.
5: Hey, you know what's interesting too? And we're gonna—I'm gonna just let Dub. I'm sorry if you're already online. I'm gonna let Dub clean out the phone line so he can work on his double vision because he's drunk and he came straight from the bar to field calls this morning. Uh, so eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. I think this is probably not a really sympathetic audience to Colin Kaepernick because every single person just about who's listening, particularly on the East Coast, is waking up, getting ready to go into work or on their way to work or coming home from work. And the reason why everybody is working is to hopefully have a better job in the future. If you are working right now and you're like, I want the exact same job that I have right now for the rest of my career, you're probably not going to be very successful in your life. Most people are trying to advance. All right, we say, okay, Charlie and Dayton wants to get in. Charlie, what's up?
12: Hey, Clay, man. Uh, I don't
5: think Colin's
12: ever going to take another snap in any football game because that you were talking about his martyrdom. That ruins his Yeah. Why would he ever play football again? If he, he gets paychecks for life, uh, I mean, he got like $5 million from Nike for doing that one commercial. Why would he ever ruin that?
5: Yeah. Thanks, Clay. You're right. I mean, there is, sadly, in this country, massive amounts of money to be made based on being a victim. There are a lot of people out there. Look at that dude in Chicago who made up that uh, that attack, that guy from Empire. Did you see the latest stories? Looks like he's going to get charged with a crime for making up a, a hate attack. If you can be the best and biggest victim, you get rich in this country. Used to be nobody wants to be a victim. Now everybody wants to be one. We'll continue your calls next. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. Live from the Geico Outkick Studios, where fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. And we're brought to you by True Car. When it comes to selling or trading in your car, you need to make good choices. And with True Car, you've got a star on your roster. So when you're ready to sell or trade in your car, check out TrueCar, True Cash Offer, not available in all areas. Got a lot of calls we're gonna get to. Big story out there. Colin Kaepernick reportedly asked for twenty million dollars to uh, to play in the AAF. If you're wondering how that would compare to everybody else's salary to play in minor league football, they make $75,000. So effectively, Colin Kaepernick asked for almost as much money as every player combined is making on all eight teams. And uh, to me, this is further evidence of the argument that I've been making for a while now, which is Colin Kaepernick doesn't want to be in the NFL. He doesn't want to continue to play football because if he does – It makes him irrelevant. It kills his martyrdom. He's not a story anymore the minute he picks up a clipboard and stands on the sideline as a backup quarterback. And so the stories that are out there about Colin Kaepernick, uh, the Seattle Seahawks brought him in. Reportedly, he asked for way more money than they were willing to pay him. The Baltimore Ravens were prepared to to, to sign him as a quarterback, and then his girlfriend went on social media and called Ray Lewis and Uncle Tom – and said that the owner of the Ravens was akin to the racist character that Leonardo DiCaprio played in, uh, in uh, uh, the movie Django Unchained. And so as a result, the Ravens didn't offer him a job. And so there have been a lot of these reports over time that have all kind of uh, continued where Colin Kaepernick is not getting a job in the NFL because he's asking for too much money, and he's frankly not that good. So if I were Colin Kaepernick and I were giving him advice And he said, hey, how do I get back into the NFL? Dominating in minor league football seems like it would be a pretty good route because that's really the reason that everybody's playing in the AAF. They're hoping to get an opportunity to get back to the NFL. If you are as good as you are, if Colin Kaepernick is as talented as he says he is, then why wouldn't you go into a minor league football and then get your opportunity to go back to the NFL, maybe even at a higher salary, much higher salary, than you might get now. That seems like a pretty clear path. Invest in yourself. Yet, Colin Kaepernick is not willing to do that. Now, I'm taking your calls on it, 877-996-6369, but I'm not sure that anybody's going to be able to equal Lorenzen. Lorenzen called in earlier and said, I was racist because I was saying this about Colin Kaepernick. In fact, I think we have some of the best cuts from Lorenzen from L.A. who called in. I don't know if he was still up overnight or if he woke up early this morning angry. But here's what Lorenzen had to say: I think, frankly, he served me. Your people did it. My people Your did, people it. did oh, it. Oh yeah. What you did my got, people you got do?
12: Bill Cosby in jail, but Harry Weinstein and Matt Lauer did the same thing. Why is that? Why
5: well, is that? Harvey Weinstein is about to go on trial. It's because the jury convicted Bill Cosby.
12: No, you don't believe
5: that. And don't and Matt Lauer, to my, my understanding, passion. unless you have unless you have knowledge unless
12: you have knowledge, even, you have knowledge that I don't
5: have Lorenzen, uh I haven't seen Matt Lauer accused of using drugs to uh, to drug women to sleep with him. That might be you might have the breaking really? news on that Lorenzen, really? but going
12: to bring that up. Well,
5: really? you did. I'm just responding to what you brought up.
12: Matt, Matt Lauer had a button on his desk and locked the women in his office. Mm-hmm. Let to bring that
5: up. Yeah. Well, I should have definitely led my story with Matt Lauer, too.
12: <laughs>
5: you sound idiotic, dude. Yeah, Lorenzo, you've you've really made a lot of good points, Lorenzo. Lorenzen also said I was responsible for his ancestors in slavery. So I mean, really, I've done a lot of bad things this morning. Uh, first of all, Lorenzen began his call by saying I haven't talked enough about the Catholic priest ra- ra- raping kids. Then he led into uh, me being responsible for slavery, uh, and this was all ostensibly to defend Colin Kaepernick. So we're taking your calls. Maybe I'm. Maybe he's right. Maybe I am the reason slavery existed. Had a lot to do with it. Being born in 1979. Man, I was I was really involved in the slave trade back in the day. I was, I might you know, I, I really kind of took it to uh, Lorenzen's ancestors. And it was really racist of me to bring up Mike Tyson and Ray Carruth. When I said, you know what, I was fine with Mike Tyson boxing again, but I don't think I would sign Ray Carruth to play football, even if he were young enough to still play. It was racist to me to marry up those guys, though. Uh, Jose in Fremont, what's up?
11: What's up, brother? Hey, I'm from Cali, man. That guy, Lorenzo, is an idiot, bro. He wants to say, man, that, that's just ignorance at its bliss, bro. Hey, check this out. I'm with you. I'm not going to go into Colin Capan if he's good enough or he would have been drafted or whatnot. You know what? The dude doesn't want to play. When you put a price tag that big, you don't want to play. Also, don't forget that there was also a rumor that the NFL was kind of like begging the Raiders to pick him up when they gave us the Vegas deal. And uh, I'm, I'm with you, man. The dude, the dude, he, he, man, and also he proves what you've been trying to say about Lamar Jackson, that the dude, they catch on you. Kaepernick is not a pocket passer. Yeah, he's mobile. People caught on, and they've shut him down. And that's what's going to happen, like you've been saying about Lamar Jackson. I'm with you totally, bro. And uh, I'm also a
5: Hispanic fellow racist. <laughs> Thanks for the call. I got to say, if you negotiate, like if, so let's say when my contract was up, If somebody came to me and they said, hey, Clay Travis, we're interested in hiring you away. And I knew that everybody else at that radio station was making $75,000 a year. And I said, okay, I'm interested in coming to work for you. I want $20 million. That'd be a pretty good sign that I didn't want to actually go work there, right? If you throw out a number, which is more than everybody at the entire company makes combined, it's pretty clear that you don't want that job. Right, I mean that's not a negotiating number. If he had started at five million, if he had started at two million, they probably would have worked with him. They might have paid him a million dollars to play, even though everybody else is making seventy-five thousand dollars because they would have gotten the viewership probably for Colin Kaepernick to make it happen. But he started at twenty million for the reason—the same reason he's not in the NFL now. He doesn't want to be in the NFL. He wants to be a martyr. We wouldn't talk about him, I'll be honest. We wouldn't talk about him if he were a backup quarterback, just like we don't talk about who's the dude who's the safety for the Panthers, still and whatever, just got a $20 million deal, Jonathan Reed. Not Jonathan Reed, Eric Reed, whatever his name is. We don't talk about him. He's irrelevant. Same thing with Kaepernick, if he actually was in the league. John in New York, what's up?
12: Hey, good morning. So the AAF is almost like the USFL. The money just isn't there yet. So if they want Kaepernick, and he wants $20 million? Be like, yeah, we'll give you $20 million. And then when the check bounces, be like, well, you have to put $20 million of performance into it. And like you said earlier, put in the performance, and then the NFL will pick you up and they'll maybe pay you $15, $16, $14 million that's dollars lit- Yeah,
5: that's literally the entire business model of the AAF it is we are not as big as the NFL but what we are going to offer you the opportunity to is prove that you should be in the NFL. This is a minor league just like AAA and baseball there isn't really an NFL minor league right now the AA- AAF and the XFL are both in some way trying to be feeder systems for the NFL and so instead of having to be on a practice squad instead of trying to make a squad as a free agent you can get on tape, you can make plays playing against other high-level competitors and prove that you should be on an NFL roster. And there will be a lot of success stories, I think, that come out of the AAF. There'll be guys that end up on NFL rosters who never would have without that league. Mike and Modesto, what's up?
12: Clay, you're about the only one who's been absolutely right on this from the very beginning. You had the
14: greatest example of all, with your McDonald's illustration. He has clearly
12: sabotaged himself the whole process because he wants to, to be the social justice hero of all time. He thinks he's Muhammad Ali, but I thought he had to
14: be the greatest of all time to, to be what he wants to be. But, Clay, what I really want to talk about real quick is I want you to explain to me why the lovely Rachel pimp slapped you yesterday on the show for taking too much time and you just bowed your head in shame and took it, Clay,
15: Thank you for the time, buddy.
5: Rachel Bonetta hates me. I mean, if you watch the television show, I think she really hates me. And it's tough when you're the per- the host of the show, the person who talks the most and, like, tosses things to you. hate you. Now, in her defense, I kind of hate myself with the picks that I've been making lately. I mean, when you're on the Knicks to lose and they've lost 18 games in a row and they're playing a back-to-back and then they go on the road and I have bet on the Hawks to win on the money line and the Hawks lose by 15. I, I don't know what to say other than my gambling picks right now are a total dumpster fire. My gambling picks are equal to Colin Kaepernick's negotiation skills. They're both dumpster fires. I can't defend it. I can't. Def- I, Rachel Benetta has the right to hate me. I don't blame her. I hate my picks. Justin, I might hate myself. Justin in Vermont. What's up?
15: Hey, Clay. Um, just a couple of things.
5: I, I know all about the Kaepernick thing and stuff, and I completely agree with
15: you, but the dude is ruining football for me. I'm a, I'm a big NBA fan. I really just got into football maybe the last couple years. The year before last, it ruined it because he dropped his knee, the flag, whatever, all that stuff that was going on. That doesn't even bother me, but he's ruining football. All this topic, well, I, Hold on, to on about a sec, it.
5: Justin. Where have you been? You're like 25 years old. Where have you been for the first 20 years of your life that you didn't like football?
15: No, no, not that I didn't like it. I just, I'm just i a New England fan up here for the Patriots. I live in Vermont. We don't have a team, obviously. Big Celtics fan. I just grew up playing basketball and stuff, and I just recently fell in line with a couple of friends that love football. And, yeah, you know, okay. I've been getting into it, not quite the gambling. But you hung up on the dude that was talking about his drafting and everything, and then to entertain Lorenzo is kind of like doing what the media did with Kaepernick and entertaining some clown that has nothing really – Good to offer, like you said, his skills. He
5: wants all this money, all this other stuff. Let's get back to the actual topic. Football. All right, so what's your what's your point on football?
9: We lost Justin. I don't, and it, it, I don't understand be his thing. argument there. I mean, the dude doesn't watch football. I mean, what's what's the deal?
5: Yeah, I I I I'd be honest with you. If you're a sports fan and you didn't like football, I question your opinions going forward. Like I just I played basketball and I didn't like football. Okay. I mean, that's a little bit strange to me. Uh, Jason in San Francisco. What's up, Jason?
13: Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, I just wanted to say that um, I'm listening to the show, and uh, I'm not a racist, but um, Cap is trash. You know, Cap is garbage. Um, Maybe if he had the right coach at the right time, you know, he could have got back, but he's been removed for so many years. Uh, He doesn't want to play, and he shouldn't play. I think it's a wise decision that he doesn't play. And, um, and of course, he, he's like, yeah, no. If I'll only play if you give me 20 million, I think he knew they were going to say no. So he didn't want to. It's obvious. But, um, but I think the last caller, uh, you know, kind of did make a good point saying that he kind of entertained Lorenzo. He was whack. He was trash also. But, um, uh, you know, I, I just don't think it's cool some of the callers call, call in and say, I'm a fellow racist. But, you know, let's get back to, the, cap to Nick. Uh, I mean, the Kaepernick topic. He's garbage. He's trash.
5: No, I think what the callers are saying is they're pointing out how ridiculous it is that if somebody disagrees with you now, you immediately get branded a racist. Like, that's the number one go-to, or sexist. If you're like, hey, you know what? Um, I, I think that people who have penises should call themselves men. People are like, oh my god, you are so anti-transgender. Really? I just think if you have a penis, you're a dude. Uh, sorry. And I think if you have a vagina, you're a woman. Well, I don't think like, and I think 99.99% of people agree with me, and like that isn't being anti-transgender, right? Whatever, I really don't care. This is my position in life. I really don't care what you want to do, so long as it is legal. If it makes you happy, that's my perspective. You can agree or disagree with it. I'm very libertarian in that respect. Uh, libertarian in that respect. If you want to change your gender, have at it. If you want to be like Rachel Dolezal or Sean King and change your 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 race, whatever, change your race. If you want to. Uh, uh, you know, decide to... Let's see what else. If you decide that you are only happy if you marry 10 people and there are 10 people who want to marry you, I go get married as long as you got the money to be able to afford all those uh, wives or husbands. Right? I just don't care. I, I don't sit around worried about that much what other people choose to do in their life if they're happy. But... That also simultaneously doesn't mean I think they're heroes. Like, this is when people got mad at me back when Michael Bennett came out and he said he was gay. They were like, oh, Michael Bennett's such a hero. So brave of him to admit that he's gay. I'm like, do people, football fans care? Like, do you sit around watching a game being like, man, I wonder who that guy, whether that guy's gay or straight. You're like, if a defensive end can get to the quarterback, I don't care whether he's black, brown, green, or purple, right? If you can get to the quarterback, I'm going to put you on my football team. If a transgender dwarf were the best quarterback in the NFL, I would give that dude a hundred million or girl, whatever you want to be called. Uh, the they, I would give they a hundred million dollars. I don't care about your pronouns, right? I think that's how most sports fans are, regardless of where you are across the country. And then there's a tiny segment of the population that supports Colin Kaepernick and is all woke and is all social justice warriored out. And my point is, this is important when news stories like this come out where Colin Kaepernick has clear opportunities to play football at the quarterback position, if he so desires, to prove that he's good enough to play at the highest level. That is the very essence of sports. He is not having the door closed on him. He's just not very good. And the only reason he is relevant is because of that martyrdom that he is trying to adopt. He wants to be the biggest victim in the history of sports. He thinks he's Muhammad Ali. Well, somebody said, Muhammad Ali is one of the greatest boxers of all time. And guess what? When Ali got banned from boxing for his feud with the government over the Vietnam War, he didn't never return to boxing. He came back to boxing and won the heavyweight championship. When he got the opportunity, which had been unlawfully deprived from him, to come back and play, he came back and played. If he had just been interested in being a martyr, he wouldn't be the greatest. He didn't want to ascend to the top of the victimology charts. He wanted to come back and prove that he was the greatest. Sports is about proving your excellence. That's why we all watch. So even if it's a minor league football situation, if you want the opportunity to start as a quarterback and prove that you should be a starting quarterback, You would have been playing on CBS on Saturday. It would have been a huge story. How will Colin Kaepernick do in this new league? And if you came out and balled, which you should do if you're the best in the minor leagues, then you would get an opportunity maybe even to start in the NFL if you put forward an unbelievable performance over the next 10 weeks. And people like me would come on and they'd say, you know what, Colin Kaepernick's balling out. I think there's a lot of uh, people out there looking for quarterbacks. Look at what he just did in the minor leagues. And we would have debated, well, is the quality of competition good enough? He would have put himself right squarely back into the discussion about signing quarterbacks. That's the entire purpose of playing in a minor league. And yet, he wasn't willing to do that. Well, if you're not willing to pursue the chosen profession that you want to do, look, if I got fired tomorrow from this show, And then a tiny radio station offered me $75,000 a year to come back and reprove that I was really good at sports talk radio. Wouldn't I take it if I wanted to get back to doing what I do? Yes, would it be difficult? Got a national radio show I'm on in all 50 markets. I can talk to you every day. If I got fired tomorrow and then somebody called me up in my hometown of Nashville and they offered me a local radio show, and that was the only job I could get in Sports Talk Radio. Do you know what I would do? I would take it. And my goal in taking it would be to prove that I was good enough to get back to a national level. That's how jobs work. I had to do this in my own life. I worked at CBS Sports, and then I was an editor at Deadspin. I didn't get along with A.J. Delorio, the editor at Deadspin. He's the one who ultimately got sued by Hulk Hogan and bankrupted that company. AJ and I didn't get along. I quit and left that job at Deadspin. I didn't have a job for a long time. As a writer. I thought I was worth $100,000 a year at least. That's what I left. That's the job that I left. Ultimately, I could only get a job paying me $25,000 a year. You know what I did? To prove that I could earn a lot of money again as a writer. I took the $25,000 a year job at Fan House because it was the best job that was out there for me. Was I worth more? Yes. But did I have to suck up my pride and struggle to prove that I could make a living in sports media as a writer and take a $25,000 a year job? Yeah, I did. And now I'm making a lot more than that. Because I bet on myself and I believed in my talent even if the market didn't reflect that they did. That's ultimately what sports is about. That's what a lot of you are doing this morning as you get out of bed and go into work. There's a lot of people listening to me right now who believe they're worth more money than they are. And they're going to work right now listening to me to try to prove that they're worth more money than they're making right now. So when all of those people here Colin Kaepernick had an opportunity to be a starting quarterback in a minor leagues in order to prove that he deserved to be in the major leagues. I think it's hard to defend him It's hard to defend a guy who then says I want 20 million. let me get a couple more of your calls in here I try to fit all of you guys in uh let's go to uh, I mean to get all of you in I need you to be fast uh, Joe in Washington what's up
13: what's up Claire thanks a lot brother uh you couldn't say it you couldn't say
14: it better man I mean Colin Kaepernick he's selfish. Uh, I mean, Colin
11: Sapper, Sacker Pick. he's just a selfish dude, man. Like, you know, it's like Tim Tebow, man. He got that same phone call, right? Yep. You know, hey, you want to come play with our league? And he said, no, thanks. You know, and that's what Colin Kaepernick could have said, man. You know, yeah, no thanks.
5: Thanks for the call. Look, Tebow said, I want to be a major league baseball player. But Tebow also gave up on the idea of being a quarterback. If he had wanted to prove that he was a quarterback, he could have gone to Canada. That's what I said at the time. You can criticize Johnny Manziel, but the guy took a job in Canada to try to prove that he's a quarterback. That's what you do if you've got the fire in the belly to prove that you are the best. If people don't believe in you, you are begging for an opportunity to prove you do believe. Tebow doesn't want to be a quarterback. Doesn't believe that he can be a quarterback in the NFL. I think that's clear. That's why he went to baseball. But if you get that opportunity, you have to take it. Chris in Vegas, what's up, Chris?
12: Yeah. Um, first of all, I'd like to say that that Lorenzo guy is
5: just—he
12: is just ignorant. Um, my my thing about Kaepernick, okay, I, I I don't dislike the guy, but I'm not a great big fan of his. Um, if he did go into the AFA, AAF league. Um, I still don't think he would have gone into the majors because he likes, like you said, he likes being a victim. He likes, he likes people talking about him and, and, and the controversy and everything. So I just don't think, even if he did play for less money or more money or whatever the money case may be, I still don't think he would get back into the NFL because he would start controversy.
5: Yeah, right. Well, look, and here's the deal. If he played well in the AAF, he would have get an NFL job. So a lot of times, I always give people this advice. Don't think about what you're getting paid for the job that you've got right now. Think about whether it's setting the table for you to make more money and have better opportunity in the next job. That's the way I think you always have to think if you're trying to climb the ladder. Don't focus on the compensation at your current job. Focus on what you can get at the next job. For Cap, it's all about the next job. He's trying to prove that he deserves an opportunity to get to the next level again and he turned it down and he said I want 20 million dollars for this well no you might make 20 million dollars down the road if you're really good and you prove that you're not past your prime look at what happened with Nick Foles Nick Foles everybody thinks he's dead he's almost hanging up the uh, hanging up the, the cleats and then he got an opportunity in Philly as a backup and he ends up winning a Super Bowl why wouldn't you take that opportunity I can't get all your calls. I apologize. We got to go to Jeff Shorts. We'll take more calls, maybe at the bottom of this hour, top of the third hour. But as we go to break here, I got to talk about something, right? I got to talk about your teeth. And right now, if you have awful teeth, you're losing a lot of opportunities with the ladies. And one reason he might not have good teeth is because right now, I bet you're not brushing your teeth long enough and... I bet you're not brushing with a toothbrush with the right bristles because 75% of you are using old, worn-out toothbrushes. 90% of you don't brush long enough. We know because of the surveys. That can change right now if you go out and make a smart decision and get a Quip electric toothbrush. My wife has stolen mine. You can make sure... That you have the best possible toothbrush out there right now and right now it only costs $25 and if you go to getquip.com slash clay you get your first refill pack for free along with a quip electric toothbrush again just 25 bucks that's your first refill pack for free at g-e-t-q-u-i-p slash clay g-e-t-q-u-i-p slash clay this is outkick the coverage on fox sports radio
4: People at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto. Do it yourself, and you can find what you need in store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash two pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash two pros.
7: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Oh, welcome back. Geico Outkick Studios. Car shopping can be confusing with terms like dealer price, list price, and invoice. True Car shows you what other people paid for the car you want so you can recognize a good price when you're ready to buy a new or used car. Visit TrueCar to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. And man, M Drive, supplement I use every day. You should consider it too if you want to feel stronger, have more energy, and drive. Now's the time to start Taking M-Drive to learn more, visit M-Drive for today. Refind your prime with M-Drive. Uh, Eddie Garcia, what you got for me?
10: Well, in basketball, we had the close of the first half of the season in the NBA as we have reached the All-Star break. We had three games last night closing out the first half, including the Pelicans beating the Thunder. 131 to 122 in the loss. Oklahoma City star Russell Westbrook extended his own NBA record with his 11th straight triple-double, 44 points, 14 rebounds, 11 assists in the win for New Orleans. They lost star Anthony Davis with a shoulder injury. He didn't play in the second half. He'll have MRI. He may miss the All-Star game. Knicks over the Hawks in Atlanta, 106-91. With that win, New York snapped its franchise record for consecutive losses in a season. It was at 18 straight. Magic beat the Hornets 127-89. to College Hoops, number three, Gonzaga rolled over Loyola Marymount. 73-60. Bulldogs are 24-2. They won 15 in a row. And number nine, Houston beat UConn. 71-63. Cougars are 24-1. and In the NHL, the Anaheim Ducks will host the Boston Bruins at 10 Eastern. Tonight, it's our Discover Card Key Matchup. Get your free credit scorecard today. Even if you're not a Discover customer, it includes your FICO credit score and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard limitations apply we'll be back to outkick the coverage in 10 seconds first a word from farmers
6: from a dog accidentally flooding a living room to a dog taking a joyride we've covered it talk to farmers we know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two
0: we are
4: farmers bum, 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 bum. underwritten by farmers truck fire insurance exchanges and affiliates products not available in every state
10: now back to clay travis and the geico outkick the coverage studios
5: joined now by uh jeff schwartz uh former nfl offensive lineman Jeff, when you hear that Colin Kaepernick demands $20 million to play in the AAF, the minor league uh, football season that just started last week, your reaction is what?
14: I mean, he's obviously using whatever leverage he has. What's interesting about this is is I do think the AAF should have offered him a contract above and beyond what they're paying other players. Which is
5: $75,000 a year.
14: Right. And look, it's actually, if you look at what they're paying him per game, it's about what you get on practice squad in the NFL. It's actually not that bad of a salary. Um, for, for a 10-game season uh, but I would I would I would if I was the AAF I would have offered something different than what they you know, I would have a provision to say if you are you know a franchise type player I think other leagues like in you know, the CFL has this has a kind of provision. Um, so, totally agree offer. with that
5: but it's a big deal that the report is a lot of people out there saying why isn't Tim Tebow or Colin Kaepernick playing in this league the well, AP is reporting. Yeah, the AP is reporting they reached out to Tebow, and he said, no, I want to play baseball instead. And they also reached out to Colin Kaepernick, and he said, I want $20 million. So, uh, yeah. like, it, when you respond, I want $20 million, I think it probably killed the negotiation, because if they come back and say, okay, we'll give you 750000 yeah. like, whatever, I mean, right? I mean, I don't know what their high number could have been. Maybe, that, maybe he's worth – two or three million dollars to them just for the publicity but when you come back and say I want 20 million you know he's basically asking for as much money as Aaron Rodgers gets to play every football game to play in the minor leagues
14: no I I agree with that and and I do think that you know there's been this talk about does he want to play football and I'm not quite sure I look I've been a I don't know if I'm a, a maybe a lukewarm supporter of Colin Kaepernick and the idea that I do think that there was some sort of you know, we would call it collusion, whatever. I don't think it was collusion, but I, do, I definitely think teams did not want to sign him. But but the way that you you know that you talk about as far as you know your your talent your talent can outweigh your issues, which is I think what happened with Kareem Hunt and what's happened with with other players is that people just didn't view Colin Kaepernick like Twitter does. As far as his he's talent. not good thought, enough. What
5: I have said from the get go is if Aaron Rodgers took a knee to protest, like in favor of ISIS, right? Like the most outlandish possible protest you could imagine. In other words, he's saying like, I think we're treating ISIS unfairly. Somebody would still sign him because he's such a good quarterback that his politics wouldn't matter, right? Somebody would take that risk. Kaepernick is not a good enough quarterback to be as politically active as he is. And so when you do that uh, analysis, talent outweighing problems... His talent's not good enough. Kareem Hunt is a good enough running back that even though he's on video kicking a woman, somebody in the NFL will take the risk to sign him. Reuben Foster is a good enough linebacker that even though he's been arrested multiple times for domestic violence, somebody will take that risk to sign him. Colin Kaepernick, even though there's business risks, right, is what I'm saying. There's business risks associated with signing Kareem Hunt and Reuben Foster. Kaepernick is a business risk, and his talent isn't enough. So, if I were Kaepernick what I would be trying to prove is, no, 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 my talent is enough to overcome this, which would mean he could go to a minor league like the AAF, and if he dominated, and I think you probably would agree with me here, it would be really hard for an NFL team not to sign him.
14: Right, and I also think, I mean, just from a, a ratings perspective, I would I would watch... 100%, 100% you knew, would watch. If I knew he was playing, um, and why I think the AAF, and it's hard to negotiate with someone who comes back with that number, but look, Eric Reed. Who just signed a long term contract with the Panthers, right? He look, he I think there was obviously look, the safety market was down, but I do think part of it played a role as as far as him being associated with con Kaepernick. He signed a one year deal last year. He played well and the Panthers paid him. And 20 they paid million. him a lot of money. Yeah. And they paid him a lot of money. So look, he he obviously wanted to play football still. As much as as Colin Kaepernick um, you know, defenders wanna say he still wants to play football, I haven't seen much much proof of that, and I, and I get, look, there's a certain value associated to playing with football, so, you know, playing the game, so if you think you're worth X amount, and you can't get that X amount in the NFL, then you don't want to play, I get that, I mean, it happens to all of us, right, I mean, there's a certain point in our careers when we don't want to play for the minimum anymore, yeah. I got to that point, I've had plenty of friends who've gotten to that point, and you say, okay, I'm done, but Colin Kaepernick would have gotten more than the minimum, I mean, he's he's at least a starting quarterback in the NFL, is he a top 20 quarterback, maybe right about 20, but... You know, top 20 quarterbacks are still getting millions of dollars, and I think he still could have gone that in, in the NFL if he wanted to if He wanted to get that. Obviously, it's, it's not. It didn't happen. Um, and so I'm not surprised. I, look, he was never going to play in the AF, I don't think. Even if they came to him and said, hey, we'll give he you $2 million, he's still getting a lot of money from Nike. There's no incentive for him to play in the AF. He
5: wants to be a martyr. Um, I don't and, think he uh, wants to play football anymore.
14: I just wish we heard – I said this all along. You know, I, I just – I think he was the wrong guy to be the public relations arm of, of this movement. I think that there were plenty of other guys who were, would have been ready to to be more vocal and, and been able to, to really um, hammer home what this was about. Uh, I think early on he said some things that really probably weren't really about what the protest was, and it really kind of
5: derailed the movement. Here, here's something I thought was um, interesting. David Stern, can you come back, by the way, for the final segment? Because we were taking yeah. a lot of calls. Uh, but but I want uh, – so we'll call Jeff back and get him for the final segment because I want to ask him about Flacco and Lamar Jackson too uh, and have him break down those two guys from a former uh, offensive lineman perspective. What does he think of them as quarterbacks? But David Stern said something really interesting in an interview yesterday yet yeah, too. If you remember uh, Mahmoud abdul Rauf, he refused to stand for the anthem as a member of the Denver Nuggets. And David Stern immediately suspended him, fined him a game check, and the protest lasted for one game. And Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf was basically doing the same protest as Colin Kaepernick by refusing to stand for the National Anthem. And the NBA said, nope, we're not going to allow that. And the NBA still requires every player to stand for the National Anthem, even though nobody talks about it. He said, if Roger Goodell had not screwed up, and if he had just initially... Find and suspended Colin Kaepernick for not standing for the national anthem as he was required to do under NFL rules. The story would have not been what it is now, and he thought that Kaepernick would still be in the NFL. In other words, Roger Goodell not doing anything and basically freezing and not enforcing the existing NFL rules created the mess that has ensued from Colin Kaepernick, and I think there's a lot of truth to it. I'll ask Jeff about it when we come back. This is Outkick the Coverage on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome back Geico Outkick Studios a message from Welch's grape juice 100% of the profits made from Welch's grape juice goes to American farmers know what else goes to American farmers 100% of the thrill from repeatedly crushing grapes skins and seeds included till all that's left is delicious juice that's what else the world's toughest antioxidants Welch is tough as grapes this is outkick the coverage we're joined by Jeff shorts Jeff Joe Flacco or Lamar Jackson? Yesterday we had this uh, question up as a poll question. For the next three years, who would you rather have?
14: I'd rather have Flacco, and that's a very low bar because he's not been very good.
5: Neither uh, is not probably, an option, yes. But if you had to pick, yeah. you would take Flacco. Why?
14: Yeah, and I'll tell you why. Um, look, Lamar Jackson, great story. You know, he played decently well, I guess, as part of, of the, you know, out of the, he was the run. You know, they ran the ball and played defense, and he just was kind of along for the ride. He completed 58% of passes in a you know in an offense that was kind of designed to hit you know, some play action passes, some quick passes. And he still could not complete a large percent of of his passes. Right? I don't think he's very accurate. And accuracy doesn't get better. Yeah. It doesn't. It, 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 there's no proof in the NFL that accuracy gets better. And look, I, look, I get rushing the ball is cool, it's fun, it's fun to talk about. But look at the eight quarterbacks that were in in a division around uh, games, right? Um, you notice they, they might have, they might have combined all eight of them to rush for as many yards as, as Lamar Jackson rushed for, right? Rushing the ball is not a trait that wins you lots of playoff games, right? We even saw Lamar Jackson struggle in the playoffs being mobile, being mobile does work. And there's a difference between being mobile and running the ball. And Lamar Jackson is more running the ball than he is mobile. So, I do not think he'll be good in the NFL. I said something about Josh Allen. I both, nothing to happen this year changed my opinion on either one of those two guys. For example, Kyler Murray, he's very accurate. Yeah, there's some issues in intermediate throws, but he's an accurate quarterback. Dwayne Haskins, accurate quarterback. I think they'll be fine in the NFL. I know lack of experience is going to be part of their evaluation because it really has not gone well for, for quarterbacks who haven't started more than one year uh, coming in the NFL. But accuracy is the number one a trait, in my opinion, that translates from college to the NFL. And if don't you don't want to take my word for it? I tweeted out yesterday, and you made fun of my of my spelling uh, the way I spelled it. But Mike Leach said the same thing, right? Quarterback guru Mike Leach said we overlook accuracy in the evaluation process. It's the one trait that translates most throughout high school to college to the NFL.
5: Yeah, I saw this with Jake Locker because when the Titans took Jake yeah. Locker in the first round, top ten picks the big gripe for people who were fans of Washington was, well, Locker's not that accurate. And they said, well, we think we can fix his footwork. We think, And what has consistently been the case is accuracy doesn't get fixed in the NFL because it's even harder in the NFL to be accurate because the windows are much smaller. You need to be better. Blaine Gabbert, we've seen the same thing, right? Most of the guys yeah. who are pocket passers who don't work, it's because they're not accurate enough consistently in the NFL.
14: You know, Josh Josh Allen, my comp for him was Locker. I mean, Locker was 56% in Washington. I watched him play for four years. I played against him in college. I mean, he's the prototypical guy. Upside that we always talk about. Upside is not really a trait that translates. I mean, I, upside, like, we, we have less practice time now. College, especially quarterback, college offenses are easier now. You should be able to complete a high percentage passes. That's the way they're, they're built now. Lamar Jackson was in a pro offense. He missed throws that he should have made to be a top quarterback, and that's why he was drafted in the first round is because he was not like the other quarterbacks. So, um, I I don't nothing changed for me for him this year in evaluation. And now teams have a whole offseason on him. They're not going to run that offense. That offense was predictable, um, and it's not a winning offense through through the whole NFL. By the way, have you looked at the the teams he played? last? He beat the, the Bengals, the Falcons, the Raiders. Uh, the, the the brown he beat, he beat nobody. He won the one game on Saturday uh, in in, uh, in Los Angeles, and his offense scored, what, 16 points in that game? So um, I'm just I'm not impressed by Now him.
5: Look, I, I argued yesterday that I think this is Tim Tebow 2.0. I think it's Vince Young 2.0. I think it's RG3 2.0. I think Lamar Jackson is all of those guys who came in, had some immediate success. Then the defenses had time to sit back, look at what they did, and they took him away because ultimately the NFL is a third and eight passing league. Yeah. You have to be able to convert the ball when everybody convert first downs when everybody knows you're throwing.
14: I think Tebow is, like, is not even. You can't compare it with a Tebow. He was. He was. I. I. I was in Arizona when um, at the same gym facility as him one off season. I saw him throw. Man, I mean, even just throwing the ball with no rush. It was not. It was not pretty. I mean, Lamar Jackson can at least. Decently throw the ball. I mean, he completed fifty eight percent. And mean Tebow had games where he was like two for eight, and like they didn't even pass the ball. I've talked to players who were in Denver during that time, and players and coaches who were coaching them. And he's like, they just, it was a miracle they won. And this is why quarterback wins is a stat. I think is kind of misleading. And I know people love to turn it, especially with with Lamar Jackson. Yes, quarterback, win, you know, winning the game is important, but you have to look at how you win. And, and, and the formula for that win, and what happens in big games. Just saying, well, Lamar Jackson was 6-1 in the regular season, that doesn't really paint a picture of, of the way he played, the way the team played, or anything else. I mean, Tim T, Yeah, I mean, he made the playoffs, but he was a not a good quarterback. I mean, there's no, other way to, there's no other way to put it. He was not a good quarterback.
5: Jeff will be in. Are you in all next week? Uh, Monday through Wednesday. All right, Monday through Wednesday, Jeff will be in. I'm headed to Mexico tomorrow with the family for a week of vacation. Jeff Schwartz, Jason Martin will be in. You'll hear a lot from him breaking down the stories next week, Monday to Wednesday. Uh, We'll be back, final hour of the week up next. I'm going to play you the greatest call of the week. Lorenzen called in from L.A. He was not happy. Stay tuned. You're going to love it on OutKick. Welcome in final hour of the week uh, in uh, the OutKick studios here uh, presented by Geico uh, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance visit Geico.com for a free rate quote and we're brought to you by Car. when it comes to selling or trading in your car you need to make good choices and with TrueCar, you've got a star on your roster so when you're ready to sell or trade in your car check out TrueCar. true cash offer not available in all areas all right I'll go back to the phones here. Uh, We're going to be joined by my boy Chad Withrow here uh, shortly in the next segment uh, here on the final hour of the week. But big story that is out there, Colin Kaepernick uh, was reached out to by the AAF, the minor league football uh, that has started play last Saturday. It outrated the NBA. Millions of people watched their first game. And if you are like me and you are a fan of football and you were to name three quarterbacks who you would like to see play in this league that you'd be really interested in watching, I bet the three quarterbacks you would name would be these three. Johnny Manziel. I think Johnny Manziel will play in the XFL next year, and I think that's why he's sitting out this year. I think the XFL has got Johnny Manziel lined up to play. That's my guess. I would be very surprised if Johnny Manziel isn't taking the field next year in the XFL. Uh, Tim Tebow. Report is that the uh, AAF reached out to Tim Tebow, offered him an opportunity to come play quarterback in their league, and he said, no, I'm committed to baseball. So he chose not to do it. And then the third is Colin Kaepernick. And the report is the AAF reached out to Colin Kaepernick, interested in him playing with them. And when they reached out to Colin Kaepernick, he said, I want $20 million to play in the AAF. To put that into context, the players in the AAF are all receiving $75,000 a year. And it's a 10-game league. So they're receiving about seven seventy-five hundred dollars per game for that 10-game league, plus whatever bonus they could make if their team ends up winning a championship. Uh, on top of that, uh, Colin Kaepernick wanting $20 million to play in the AAF is more than every single quarterback receives to play per game. That would be $2 million per game. That's more than every single quarterback receives in the NFL, except for Aaron Rodgers, who receives a little bit more than $2 million per game. So Colin Kaepernick demanded that the AAF pay him the second most per game of anybody that plays quarterback in the history of football. This obviously is a response by a guy that isn't in any way reflective of someone who wants to continue to play football. Because if he wanted to play football, he could easily go into the AAF. If he is as good as he thinks he is at playing quarterback, then he would dominate in this league. And when he finished in May, there would 100% be a team that would offer him a job because people would have been watching him play throughout the course of this minor league football season. And they would have said, well, you have to sign this guy, Colin Kaepernick. He's still got the ability to play at a high level. This is his opportunity to prove he deserves an opportunity to play in the NFL. Now, I think Colin Kaepernick has also turned down opportunities to play in the NFL from the Seahawks, from the Ravens, from a lot of other teams that have inquired about his interest because he's just wanted more money and also because he believes that he's much more of a story if he is a martyr than if he suddenly is the 47th best quarterback in the NFL standing on the sideline holding a clipboard. But the way that you advance in the NFL is by getting an opportunity. The way you advance in sports in general is by getting an opportunity and taking advantage of it. Nick Foles is going to make over $20 million a year to play quarterback next year. Do you know why? Because he was a backup, and when his backup Carson Wentz got hurt, he stepped in and he proved that he's good enough to be a starter. So there's a lot of opportunities. You look at all the injuries that happen in the NFL. If Colin Kaepernick wanted to play in the NFL, he could play 10 games in the AAF. He would get a gig at least as a backup, and he'd be able to play. He doesn't want to play in the NFL because this way he remains a martyr. I'll take your calls on this, 877-996-6369. But Lorenzen called in in hour one of the show from LA, and Lorenzen was defending Colin Kaepernick. If you want to defend Colin Kaepernick, you can as well but Lorenzen if you haven't heard this call Lorenzen said he flat served me we haven't done anything Danny G you haven't changed this call at all right
6: no I didn't edit any parts of him or you out of the call
5: all right so here is a Lorenzen calling in to serve me and defend Colin Kaepernick this happened in hour one of the show Lorenzen in LA take it away Lorenzen in LA what's up Lorenzen
12: Listen, Dave, uh I don't think it was ridiculous. First of all, it was white ball from the NFL, and he shouldn't drop the lawsuit. But now I'm starting to figure out why that dude Joe had a problem with you, because I noticed that every person you met you was a black dude. You never mentioned about Ben Roethlisberger with his two rape charges. You didn't mention nothing about Urban Meyer, but he let go on at Ohio State. You don't hold, on, to hold on, hold Justin on,
5: hold on, Lorenzen. Hold on, Lorenzen. You think I've been too kind to Urban Meyer you on the talk show? You
12: talking about the Catholic priest that's raping these little boys? Right?
5: Oh, hold on, Lorenzen. I should be talking about the Catholic priest. Where did Lorenzen go? Did he hang up?
12: That's raping, raping little boys. You bringing up criminal things against black athletes and black celebrities? Why don't you bring up the white people?
5: Uh huh. Well, I think that the Catholic priests shouldn't have raped those little boys. I'm glad you brought that up. I think people out there were like, I wonder what Clay Travis thinks about Catholic priests raping little boys. I, for people out there who thought I thought I was okay with it, no, no, no. I'm against Catholic priests uh, raping uh, little boys, both black, white, Asian, and Hispanic. I don't think it's just white Catholic priests, right? Okay, so what else What else do you think I'm racist about, Lorenzen? I didn't say you
12: was racist. I said you didn't bring it up. Yeah, you well, gotta- I mean,
5: You agree that if you sit down, hold hold on, on, Lorenzen, if we start off the show, if we start off the show, Lorenzen, and I was like, hey, let me start. I know this is a sports radio show, but today I'm going to start off talking about the fact that I think Catholic priests shouldn't rape little boys. It would seem like it was a pretty poor fit for the start of the show, right? But maybe you're right. Maybe I should have started off the show uh, with that. All right, continue. What
12: I said was you didn't bring up the, the fact that you have white athletes and celebrities that's doing the same thing as black. You, everybody you mentioned is black. Mm-hmm. You mentioned Mike Tyson. You mentioned Ray Caruth, which I can't stand. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You mentioned all these black dudes that's doing this. But who, rockers, okay, who are the white? Who, who, who is the white guy
5: them? who hired a pregnant uh, pregnant uh, person uh, hired a hitman to kill his pregnant girlfriend? Because I should probably mention him. Who Who is that person?
12: Really? See. You trying to be real sarcastic with it? You no, know no, I'm stand. just asking. You're saying that's, that I'm focusing really, no, on. That's what you're trying to do. No, that's no, Ray Carruth just because, got out of
5: prison, and he happens oh. to be black. And uh, you are thinking that I mentioned it because he's black. But I'm saying who are, who's the white, Asian, or Hispanic athlete who just got out of prison that hired somebody to kill his pregnant fiance? Because I should mention him too. Good point. I'm just asking you who it is.
12: Really, really, that's how you go flip it. You're doing the same thing the NFL did with Colin Kaepernick mm. when they said he was disrespecting the flag, but he was talking about the injustice that was going on in the world. I bet you one thing: if you had black officers going around killing,
5: it happens and all the time.
12: White women, white kids, and white men, y'all being in an uproar.
5: Hey, hold on, be- Lorenzo. Would it surprise you if, if uh, police officers killed more black people, uh, killed more white people than black people in the last four years?
12: No, it wouldn't surprise me. Well, it, it happened. Wouldn't surprise me. It happened. It won't surprise me. It happened. because you're not even going to talk about what y'all did to our ancestors, huh? Oh, your ancestors. you really got one month of black what
5: history. It, what did I Come do to your dad. ancestors?
12: Come on, head to head, I will crush you in a debate, and I wouldn't want to it on the phone. I like to sit across from you because mm-hmm. I will crush you. Yeah, I will
5: crush you. You're making a really lot of really. What did I do to your ancestors? Your people did it. My people your did people it. Did oh it. yeah about people? You
12: got do? Bill Cosby in jail, but Harry Weinstein and Matt Lauer did the same thing. Why is that? Why well, is that?
5: Harvey Weinstein is about to go on trial. It's because a jury convicted Bill Cosby.
12: No, you don't believe that. And don't and Matt Lauer, to my right understanding, my unless you have unless you have knowledge. Unless you have
6: knowledge, even, you even have even knowledge that conscience. I don't
5: have Lorenzen. Uh, I haven't seen Matt Lauer accused of using drugs to uh, to drug women to sleep with him. That might be, You might have to really? the breaking news on that, Lorenzen. Really? But
12: if, you gonna bring that up? Well, really?
5: you did. I'm just responding to what you brought up.
12: Matt, Matt Lauer had a button up on his desk to lock the women in his office. Now you're mm-hmm. gonna bring that up?
5: Yeah. Well, I should have definitely led my story with Matt Lauer too. <laughs> you
12: sound idiotic, dude.
5: Yeah, Lorenzen. You've you've you really idiotic. made a lot of good points, Lorenzen. Yeah,
12: I know I did. I know I did. I yeah. know I yeah. did. I
5: know I did. This, I mean, honestly. Lorenzen, this is probably the best call we've ever gotten. You are just, you are serving me. I got served. That was Lorenzen in hour one. We had a ton of people who wanted to weigh in. We were not able to get them all in. So this is your opportunity now, 877-996-6369. You can react. My argument, straightforward. Danny G points out that he got all confused because we started off the show talking about yesterday when Iowa Sam would refuse to play R. Kelly and I was like no Iowa Sam you have to play R. Kelly Roberto's back today but my argument was actually in favor of being able to distinguish between the art and the artist. In other words if Michael Jackson ends up being a pedophile that doesn't mean that Thriller's not a good song. Right? You can be an awful person and have created great art. Much like you can be an awful person and be a great athlete. All of those things are not mutually exclusive in order to be able to happen, right? And I understand in today's day and age, people get all worked up and they're like, oh, I can never listen to that music again because that person is bad. I just, I don't assume that musical artists are good people. I don't assume that, When you create a song, that means you're great, just like I don't presume that when you run a football for 90 yards, it means that you're a great individual. I think all of life can be boiled down to, are you so talented that your talent exceeds your problems? Sometimes the answer is yes. Kareem Hunt gets a job, even though he kicked a girl on video. Greg Hardy got a job, even though he beat up a girl. Adrian Peterson kept his job even though he was charged with child abuse. Colin Kaepernick doesn't have a job because he's not that good of a quarterback and he's bad for business. Everybody makes decisions about whether guys are good enough for their business. If you want to prove that you deserve a job, what you should do is go out and prove that you're good enough. The reason why Ray Rice's NFL career ended is not because he punched his wife on video. It's because he punched his wife on video, his fiance at the time, now wife, and he wasn't very good as a running back and he was approaching the age of 30 years old. He didn't have a lot left in the tank. Reuben Foster is still in the league because there's the belief that he can be a really good linebacker, even though he's been arrested multiple times for domestic violence. Ray Lewis might have killed two people. They never found the white suit. At the Super Bowl, he might have killed two people. They got a statue to him up outside the Baltimore Ravens Stadium. You know why? Really good linebacker. People were willing to let him play even though he might have killed two people. The Ray Carruth example is, I think you can do things that are so bad, even if you were a good enough athlete, you don't deserve to play. Like O.J. Simpson, if he had been 25 instead of 45 when he beat double murder charges... I don't think he should play in the NFL. I don't think it would be wise for a team to sign him even though he wasn't in prison. Ray Carruth just got out of prison. I don't think anybody should sign him. Mike Tyson, I wanted to watch him box even after the rape. Ben Roethlisberger, he never got charged criminally with rape. He got uh, sued under civil harassment, civil lawsuit, just like Kobe Bryant did. The same reason why Ben Roethlisberger got to continue to play is the same reason that Kobe Bryant got to continue to play because they were both really good at sports. And by the way, Kobe's rape charge was infinitely more serious than Ben Roethlisberger's rape charge because Ben Roethlisberger was never charged with rape. They investigated it and determined that he didn't commit rape. Whereas Kobe Bryant was investigated, charged with rape, went on trial, and then he paid off the woman And the case was dropped. So all of those cases, if you really look at them and analyze them, are about analyzing talent versus lack of talent. If you are really talented, you get opportunities that other people do not. You get second and third and fourth chances that other people do not. All of that happens. All right, I'm going to get it to a bunch of your calls right now. Who should I go to first, Dub?
9: we got Vincent in California.
5: Vincent in California. What's up, Vincent?
3: All right. Well, Lorenzo was spot on. He was not confused. Uh, you know, you get sarcastic and you cut people off. I think we all took the bait here. You know, Goodell blew it. He should have He should have shown more respect to a $200 billion business. The AF should have thrown some more money at Kaepernick because, yeah, people would have seen him help for ratings sake. Look at Nick Foles and uh, Joe Flacco. Horrible quarterbacks. Glock was what? One game over 500 since he won the Super Bowl. So, you know, and and now, uh, uh, you know, Lorenzo's, uh, he, he he hears you. You're always on black people. Oh, you think I'm you racist? Know, you've been off topic. You've been off topic before mm. and you've gotten on black people. And now today, right before you go on vacation, you're, you're doing Goodell's business, putting down Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous, it's
5: disgusting. you think Colin Kaepernick should have gotten more should have gotten more than 20 million dollars to play in the AAF
3: No he shouldn't you shouldn't but you you need to stop being a
5: racist. Well, How's it ben, racist to Lorenzo think that right Colin on. Kaepernick should you know what, you're, you're, if he wants doing, to prove
3: Goodell's job right now oh, you think I'm putting, doing Roger Goodell's putting job. Goodell
9: Kaepernick
5: down mm.
3: So you're, you're putting Kaepernick down
5: Uh-huh
9: Put, it, you know how and, do you know it, I'm
5: not just, putting down the white half of Colin Kaepernick as opposed to the black half?
3: whatever clay you know well, he's mixed right nice I guy. mean he's half
5: white and he's half black you're saying that I'm racist against Colin Kaepernick <laughs> so uh, how yeah, could uh, I not you, be racist doing, against the you're white half the same
3: thing. You're, you're switching things up yeah, no no know.
5: I'm asking you you say I'm being racist by not by thinking that Colin Kaepernick should take an opportunity no, you, no, you to go, go play
3: with old Lorenzo, you know because, no no I'm asking you, you know, how think do you how do you know
5: how do you know that I'm racist against the black half of Colin Kaepernick
3: because you've started off topic before and you're always on the black
5: people. Uh-huh. Always. I is, listen to is, you all the time. Is Urban Meyer black?
3: Oh, gee. Last time I checked, no, he's not. See, again, going back to the sarcasm here. No,
5: no. That's you're, what Lorenzo said.
3: Voice. Lorenzo said that you're, I gave a pass to Urban Meyer. All and you're the time. trying to get on the NFL. You're just, all you are is a voice and you love to hear yourself talk.
5: Have a good well, I mean, that's, that's my job. If I didn't love to hear myself talk, I probably wouldn't do radio. That's like saying to LeBron James, you love to watch yourself play basketball. Yeah, that's my job. That's not really much of a statement from Vincent. You just love to hear yourself talk. Well, that's my job. If I didn't love to hear myself talk, this would be a really bad job for me. That's literally what I do for a living. You don't say to have a car mechanic. You just really love to work on cars. Yeah, that's because I'm a car mechanic. I, I fail to understand how there is a racial component to Colin Kaepernick at all. Kareem Hunt's got a job. Reuben Foster's got a job. Lots of guys. Greg Hardy had a job. Lots of guys who are black and have behaved poorly have jobs in the NFL because their talent exceeds their problems. As soon as your talent doesn't exceed your problems, you don't have a job anymore. It's easy and convenient to just be like, oh, it's racist. Look, you had an opportunity, Colin Kaepernick does, right now, the AAF reached out to him and said, hey, we would like for you to play in our league. And he said, I want $20 million to do it. I want to be the second highest paid quarterback per game in the history of the game of football behind Aaron Rodgers I want this minor league football league, which is paying its entire, entire league $28 million. I want $20 million. Well, that's not a realistic response. If he had said, I want $2 million, he could have played 10 games. If he balls out and he kills it, everybody would say, you know what, maybe this guy does belong in the NFL. Somebody would have signed him. Take the opportunities that you are given and run with them the very essence of sports. Mike in Oregon. What's up, Mike? Good good work here by Mike. Mike, very prepared for the opportunity to make a play. Uh, Ben in West Palm Beach. What's up, Ben?
8: Okay, I'm prepared. Two things. To think Kaepernick is still being blackballed by the NFL is probably one of the most foolish things to think anymore. The reason for that, I think he would be a ratings star. You got the one side that wants to watch and say, "CC, I told you he's great." The other side that wants to watch and say, "CC, I told you he still sucks." Number two, please unblock me on Twitter. I miss your afternoon Periscope shows. I'm FL Buckeye fourteen.
5: I can't find people if I block you on Twitter. I can't find you again. Uh, if I, I mean, if I block you on the Periscope, if I block you on the Periscope, I blocked like I don't know how many people. I can't find you. You just have to create a new Twitter account if you want to watch it. I know that's probably going to crush you. Uh, Jeremy in North Carolina, what's up?
12: Hey, good morning, Clay. Um, First off, all these people that want to throw out uh, the the race card, that's just because they're lazy and they cannot come up with a better reason for why Colin Kaepernick is sitting on the couch. Uh, So they need to stop with the laziness. Second of all, uh, Colin Kaepernick is scared to death. get back onto a football field and I'll explain why because uh, he was surrounded by elite talent in the NFL I mean even with the 49ers we know NFL players are the best of the best and even with being surrounded by elite talent he was a marginal quarterback at best so to go out onto a football field with subpar talent that's really going to show how much he's not prepared to play in the NFL Um, second of all He's worried he might lose his girlfriend because she's going to think he's an Uncle Tom. That's all I got. Thanks.
5: He's had opportunities to come back in the NFL. The Ravens would have hired him if he hadn't blown it and called uh, Ray Lewis and Uncle Tom, uh, his girlfriend did. If he had just told the Seattle Seahawks, hey, my focus is all on football. He's had opportunities to come back in the NFL, but I just think this is interesting because here now, according to the AP, we have a definite opportunity for him to play football, to play quarterback, and to prove that he deserves an opportunity in the NFL. And instead, he is out there running around um, saying, I want $20 million. I want to be the second highest paid quarterback per game in the history of the game of football to play in this minor league uh, level football. I just think it's crazy. He could easily, if he goes out and he dominates, he should, right, if he's really great. He should dominate in minor league football. Not doing it. Why not? Because he doesn't want to play in the NFL. I think because he doesn't want to play in the NFL because if he does, his martyrdom is over. He's no longer a victim. He's no longer a story. The only relevance Colin Kaepernick has is because he can play the I'm a victim card, which is the peak of what a lot of people sadly aspire to in America today. Look at that Empire actor whose story's blowing up in Chicago. He wanted to be a victim. The number of people in America today who desperately dream of being victims is off the charts. And I think Colin Kaepernick sees himself as a victim right now. That's why he has any sort of cultural cachet. And if he comes back into the NFL or if he goes back into the AAF and he starts playing again, he's just an athlete. His entire worth as a a brand is entirely based on him being a victim as soon as he starts playing football again he's not a victim and his story disappears people don't care about him worst thing he can have happen is actually get a job Toby in Mississippi what's up
12: hey Clay how you doing man excellent good I was calling to uh excuse me I was calling with a sports take but um Lorenzen and, and Vince have convinced me of what a racist you are.
5: So yeah, they got I just, me. I mean, they served me. I, I don't know. I mean, they, they it's a huge racism really by me. You slow
12: down on your, your racist take, my friend, because yeah. you're just killing your own radio show with all this, buddy. Yeah. Colin Kaepernick has no business making $20 million a year in in, in any circumstance, much less playing football for a, a, a month.
5: Thanks for the call. Chad in Tennessee is on the Outkick VIP. What's up, Chad?
16: Hey, Clay, uh, great uh, discussion this morning. Even the Broncos offered um, Kaepernick a contract, and John Elway came out. I mean, one of the greatest quarterbacks and arguably um, a mediocre GM right now said, hey, we offered him a contract, he turned it down. So I think he is all about his 15 minutes of fame, and that will wash up and go away if he doesn't. And that AAF contract, that's like you being the celebrity you are, having a smoke show wife, and having a contractor come to your house, and they just don't want to do the job. So even if it's like a two, $3,000 job, hey, we want some new grant in the kitchen, whatever, and they bid you some outrageous number that's 8000 $12,000, they are basically just saying, I don't want to do the job. I don't want to yeah. be involved. I don't want to take the risk. Just like Kaepernick saying, I'm going to put out a number that's so egregious, there's no chance in hell that it's going to happen, but he still continues to get talked about.
5: Yeah, that, no, it's, in our
16: world, we can't relate to anything sports-wise like that, so it's like somebody coming in, hell, I want you to put mulch down. Well, I want $5,000. It ain't $5,000 job. Well, that's how much it's going to take because they just don't want
11: the
5: yeah. job.
16: They don't want to do the work.
5: Yeah, no, I think there's a strong argument there. I mean, when you respond to, hey, we're interested in you, and you offer as a response, I want $20 million, I want to be the second highest paid quarterback behind Aaron Rodgers per game in the history of the game of football to play in your minor uh, league AAF football. That's a non-starter. That's evidence of what I've been saying for a long time. He doesn't want to actually be in the league. Uh, What's up, uh, Lawrence in West Palm Beach? Hey, Clay.
11: Long time listener. Uh, First time getting through. Um, 53-year-old black male. In uh, this great country called America, uh, you're as far from a racist as it it could possibly be. But obviously, Lorenzo and Vince have been snowed into believing if you talk about blacks, then you must be a racist because you're not allowed to do that. Um, uh, Second point is when you tried to express to I think it was Lorenzo or whatever his name is, the numbers. You know, you, you ruined his whole narrative with facts. You can't do that. Clay, you you, you can't tell your callers that you can't mess up their whole stories with facts. Facts facts kill. You know, just, just ask the whole left side. We were supposed to be on a sports talk radio, and it turned political. And uh, you do a great job. Got your book. You keep doing you. Have a great vacation, and we'll talk soon.
5: I appreciate the call. Yeah, look, I try. You can agree or disagree with me on any number of different levels. If you listen to this show regularly, I think what you will d- discover is that I try to treat everybody the exact same. And we live in an era where like, there's this pyramid of oppression and you're supposed to treat some people differently. Like if you're a transgender Muslim uh, you know, uh, dwarf, I'm supposed to talk to you differently than I'm supposed to talk to uh, a really tall white guy or a middle height black guy, right? I don't buy into any of that. I treat everybody the exact same and we've created this weird sort of universe of identity uh, politics. That's why I open up the phone lines because everybody has an open forum to reach us here and I try to talk to everybody, right? And try to treat everybody the exact same even if people want to call in and insult me or whatever else. I try to open open it up to a free forum. And some people get upset. They're like, why do you even take callers? Well, because I want to give people an opportunity to agree or disagree with me. And that's the great thing about living in America today. You can be like, oh, I hate Clay Travis. I can't trust any of his opinions. And then what happens is I see it, you know, as we grow and the show continues to get bigger and bigger, a lot of you, it's like that Alonzo morning uh, uh, gift that's so popular that's out there where like he's shaking his head no, and then slowly starts to shake his head yes, the more you listen to me, the more sense I make. Because there is a logic and coherence to all of my arguments that cuts across race, that cuts across class, that cuts across all of those different angles in a way that I don't think exists anywhere else in sports radio. And there's a degree of fearlessness associated with this show that doesn't exist elsewhere either. So all of that factors in. But, in the meantime, you know what you can do? Regardless of where you're born, regardless of who your mom and dad is, regardless of what body type you have, you're going to look great in an Untuck It shirt. Untuck It replaced that sloppy, smock look of an untucked dress shirt with shirts designed to be worn untucked. A lot of people think untucked shirts fit so well they must be made for bodies that came out of a magazine. Untrue. Untucked shirts fit perfectly no matter what your body type. Taller guys, shorter guys, thinner guys, wider guys, even long torso guys, the Untucket designers have mastered the proportions that determine how your shirt falls for that just right length and a neat casual look for all the shapes and sizes that other brands leave behind. And now Untucket has just introduced a new relaxed fit option for bigger guys who want the same polished casual look of Untucket. Log on to Untucket.com and check out all the latest spring styles. Use promo code CLAY. That's C-L-A-Y for 20% off your purchase or visit Untuck It at one of their more than 25 retail locations across the country. So for all you guys, regardless of shape and size, unsmock yourself, unslop yourself, untuck yourself. Promo code Clay for 20% savings. This is Outkick the Coverage on Fox Sports Radio.
0: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
4: people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do it yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at oReillyauto.com/2pros. That's oReillyauto.com/2pros.
7: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris that you won't want to miss.
5: this is wild our boy darren Ravel has got a tweet out but first let me go ahead and tell you what do i need to do i got to get my ads in thanks for hanging out with this friday edition outkick the coverage and uh we are here in the geico outkick studios we're brought to you by true car when it comes to selling or trading in your car you need to make good choices and with true car you've got a star on your roster so when you're ready to sell or trade in your car check out true car true cash offer not available in all areas Darren Ravel says – he just tweeted this out, um, formerly of ESPN, now of the – what's he with? The Action Network. He said uh, the $20 million number floating around on Colin Kaepernick for what he wanted to sign with the new upstart AAF Football League is not completely accurate. I was told he wanted more than $20 million. So this dude, Colin Kaepernick, wanted a minor league football uh, contract – that would pay him more than any quarterback has ever been paid in the history of the game. In the long history of the NFL and of football in general in this country, Colin Kaepernick is demanding more money to play football than anyone has ever been paid. That's according to Darren Revell. The other number out there is 20 million to play minor league football. That would just make him the second highest paid quarterback in the history of the game. Right now, Aaron Rodgers makes a little bit over $30 million. Uh, Eddie Garcia, what you got for me? you think Colin Kaepernick's worth uh, the most in the history of the game?
10: Uh, No. <laughs> no, not at all.
5: I wonder if even our guy Lorenzo out there in L.A. would believe that Colin Kaepernick deserves to be the highest-paid quarterback in the history of the game.
10: Maybe he'll call back in and let us know. Maybe so. Uh, this report brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. In the NBA, the first half of the season came to a close with three games last night. We have reached the All-Star break. We had the Pelicans topping the Thunder 131-122. to 122. Russell Westbrook for the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder in the loss extended his own NBA record to 11 consecutive triple-doubles, 44 points, 14 rebounds, 11 assists. In the win for New Orleans, a lose star Anthony Davis with a shoulder injury. Sketch- Will have an MRI today. Knicks snapped their franchise record for consecutive losses in a season. It was at 18 in a row before they win in Atlanta over the Hawks, 106-91. The Magic down the Hornets, 127-89. College basketball: Number three Gonzaga wins at Loyola Marymount, 73-60. Bulldogs are 24 and two. They won 15 in a row. And number nine Houston beats UConn, 71-63. The Cougars have the best record in Division One men's basketball at 24 and one. This is a report, as we mentioned, brought to you by True Car. We'll be back to Outkick the Coverage in ten seconds, but first a word from farmers.
6: From a dog accidentally flooding a living room to a dog taking a joyride, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've
10: seen a thing or two.
0: We
4: are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state.
10: Now back to Clay Travis and the Geico, Outkick the Coverage Studios.
5: Let's get some quick calls in here. Christina in Texas. What's up, Christina?
12: Hey Clay, I think it was so ridiculous this morning. I had to just laugh as a as a Florida Gator fan and longtime listener of you. Uh, you grilled Urban Meyer about all his stuff, and so for him to say that because Urban Meyer is white that you didn't
5: imagine you know, how mean, mean I would have been to Urban did. Meyer if he was black. I I can't even I imagine know. how mean I would have been to him.
12: <laughs> you, it, it could have been bad.
5: It could have been really bad. No, no totally.
12: doubt. I yeah. uh,
5: appreciate the call. Oh, yeah. uh, that's a funny. That's one of the funniest arguments out there. Oh, you went easy on Urban Meyer because he was white. Uh, well, what kind of, Imagine if he was white. Imagine if he was black or Hispanic or Asian. Then I don't. I'm. I i, I do not I had to go. Uh, I can't even imagine how much tougher I could have been. But maybe. Maybe it's true. Maybe I was giving him a pass because he's white. Robert in New York. What's up?
16: Uh, good morning, sir, and happy Friday. Uh, listen, I, I'm a black male, and my man, I just got to come to your defense here. I am so tired of hearing these callers calling in and accusing you of being a racist. You're an R-word, sir, but it's not racist. You're what I call a realist. And what makes those other callers uncomfortable is that you're addressing the real issues of race and how they relate to sports. So for that, I just want to say thank you. Keep doing what you're doing, my brother, and go Bears.
5: (laughs) I appreciate the call. Uh, Look, it's open forum here. Anybody can call in and have any opinion. And you can say really whatever you want about me. I, I don't really restrict what people can say about me. Some people have sensitive, thin skin. I don't. Um, and so I try to let everybody talk. Uh, Chad in West Palm Beach, got to be quick.
3: Yeah, uh, well, Rebell just kind of choked out my argument, but what I was going to say was that if I'm calling Kaepernick, what I'm trying to sell is that, hey, I can take the AAF to the uh, next level in terms of ratings and getting people interested. Right now, they don't really have any big-name stars, and he can sell to them that he can come in there and instantly get uh, I don't know, boost ratings and
5: Yeah, look, I get that argument. When you want to be the highest-paid quarterback in the history of the game, uh, it's really you're not in the ballpark of what you're worth. When we come back, my boy Chad Withrow will join us. This is Outkick the Coverage on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome back, Geico Outkick Studios. Montel Jordan brings us back, final segment of the week, as he always does. Men, M-Drive supplement I use every day. You should consider it, too, if you want to feel stronger, have more energy and drive. Now's the time to start taking M-Drive to learn more, visit mdriveformen.com today. Refind your prime with M-Drive. We've got our prime here on this show. Encourage you to download the podcast, Chad Withrow. When you hear that Colin Kaepernick wants $20 million to play in the AAF, your first response is? He's insane. <laughs> <laughs> if he thinks that he's worth that much money now and that the AAF can uh, can pay that. That's that's my first response. And now Darren Ravel is reporting that he actually wanted much more than $20 million and that the number $20 million is actually low, which is even crazier. I mean, wouldn't you – I mean, I use this example. There was a lot of people driving into work this morning. I said, if I lost this job and I had a job in local radio again and it paid me a lot less than this one, but I thought I could get back to national radio because I was good enough to do it. Wouldn't I take that lesser job over not having a job at all if my well, goal was to get back to the top?
8: And not just from a monetary thing, you know, sense, but if you love something, you're going to take any avenue you can to do it, especially if someone's going to pay you to do it. Yeah. You know, Clay, you, you love writing. You were writing for nothing at one point. Oh, for a long time. you a lawyer full-time because you loved writing. I mean, I, I think of this with Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray could make millions of dollars playing baseball already. But he loves football so much, he went back to Oklahoma to play football for free.
5: It's a great example. Now with
8: the opportunity to make money, he's like, I'm going to take the chance to play football. Now, if you cannot believe Kyler Murray because he's a little bit wishy-washy. The one thing he's not wishy-washy about is his actions, and that is to continue to go back to play football, regardless of the cost to him. Um, to me, that shows a guy who truly loves football deep down, and baseball is just something that he's good at. I don't think Colin Kaepernick loves football. If someone truly loves to play football, they're going to take what they can to go play football. Meanwhile, he's asking for $20 million. So I, I just really doubt that he truly loves the game, if that's
5: the case. That's a fantastic example with Kyler Murray, because he had a $4.5 million guarantee yet to play baseball. Yet he loved football so much that he played college football for free, and maybe secretly... He was hoping exactly what would happen, happen, which is he's so phenomenal in the one year that he starts in college that he gets an opportunity to go to the NFL. He truly risked everything, even if it means he could lose everything, right? Because if he got severely injured playing college football that one year, he doesn't ever make any more money than he already has playing baseball, and he never makes anything in the NFL, yet he loved football so much he would play it for free at Oklahoma.
8: Yeah, we've we've discussed this on our show too. You know his his words. You know his interview on Radio Row at the Super Bowl. Every interview he did, he was he was wishy-washy. He was non-committal. You know he also wrote those letters to baseball GM saying that he was one hundred percent committed to baseball. And then he comes back and you know now football suddenly is what he's one hundred percent committed to. His words are wishy-washy, but his actions are not. He's a guy who continues like a magnet to be drawn back to the game regardless of the financial security that baseball's already offered him, he doesn't have that right now with football because we don't know where he's been drafted, and the physical risk. I mean, he's a 5'8", 5'9", slightly built quarterback playing in the NFL versus playing outfield in Major League Baseball. I mean, we all know where the physical risk really lies with that, not that he couldn't get hurt playing baseball as well, but to me that shows a guy that if you're an NFL GM and you're his agent, that's the selling point. Look how much this guy loves football that he continues to turn turn away other lucrative opportunities because he has to play
5: football. Don't you think Colin Kaepernick is not playing football? In addition, you may be correct that he doesn't actually love the game that much, but because he knows if he plays football and he's just okay, unless he's great, he loses pretty much all of his power because we don't care about anybody who plays football unless they're one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, right? If you are even the 25th best quarterback in the NFL – we don't really pay that much attention to him. If Kaepernick comes back and he's anything other than extraordinary, he loses all of his power, all of his martyrdom, all of his attention.
8: Yeah, I mean, I, and to be honest with you, I, I think if you're if you're advising him from a financial standpoint, from a possible book deal and whatever else is coming down the line, I think you're right, Clay, and that his value is as a martyr for a movement. I mean, that's that that's where it is right now. It's much it's a much better story for Colin Kaepernick if he never gets a chance in the NFL again, and then he never goes and plays football again. Because for the rest of his life, he can be the guy that, because of his political stance, cost him his job. Yeah, And, and I think that's the selling point for him moving forward. And I'm willing to bet there's someone in his ear telling him that.
5: I think you're right. I think you're completely right about that. Chad Withrow at Withrow Zone. I am off to Mexico. Download the podcast. Jason Martin and Jeff Schwartz will be in all of next week. Love all of you. Appreciate you spending the week with us. I'll be back from Mexico after a week. This has been OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, oh,
0: oh, alright.